everybody to we geek podcast today is may 16th episode 139 my name is adam joined by my good friend logan hello what up and how have you been man it's been a few weeks it's uh yeah it has it's uh it's, it's definitely all my fault sorry about that guys my scheduling has been all out of whack but we're back back on the train now uh but man how's your week been uh to, well you know avengers is still in theaters so what's <laughs> that that's still steamrolling it's 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 moving uh you get well i mean you can see the box office numbers it's 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 yeah. still cruising but uh i'm really not looking forward to the next couple of days tomorrow tomorrow won't be well no wait today's wednesday today will be okay uh but we're we're one of the theaters running the double feature on thursday so oh, okay, that's... double feature for Deadpool. Yeah, so that's gonna be a fun cleanup job. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's really gonna get bad next week with Star Wars because then we're gonna have because right now it's just everybody's in Avengers, and mm-hmm. no, and that's in you know like two three theaters, and then nobody's in anything else, so it's yeah. no big deal. But and and even really when Jurassic World comes out, because mm-hmm. there'll still be some Avengers, there'll be some Deadpool. There'll be a decent bit of solo still. Incredibles will only be a week out. It will only have been out for a week. And Jurassic World will just have opened. So now suddenly, you know, half the theater has big ticket movies in it. That's when it's really going to be nuts. That's when it's going to be crazy. That's when every theater is going to be packed. Yeah. Woo, boy. (laughs) Man, I don't know. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, I can't even can't even imagine dude it's, i went I, and saw i didn't help things by seeing it again uh <laughs> i wanted to see it in um i took my mom to go for mother's day uh, she's been wanting to see it so uh took her to see it at the at the uh adobe again it's man it man i movie pass is great for going and seeing every other movie but when it comes to those big blockbusters i get so suckered into like well if i'm gonna go i might as well go see it there <laughs> And man, and I'm glad I did because I'm sure this week uh, Deadpool will be the one that takes it over. Yeah, yeah, um, it should be. But it does. It just gets better. Like usually, there's some like I've seen this. I know it's happening. But man, there's there's certain scenes in that film that just still give me goosebumps every time I see it. Yeah, yeah. And one thing we talked about, which I think would be really cool, uh, starting this week you know, we can start it is I'd like to kind of go through the MCU with you. If that's cool, where we watch a movie a week and we come back and we talk about it. Doesn't have to be too long or anything like that, but what do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds like a pretty good idea. I think it'd be cool because I've, I caught myself literally watching half of the movie, like half of the MCU, you know, like wanting <laughs> to, wanting to go back and see kind of, cause it's been so long and I stopped myself and I was like, no, let's, Let's kind of go through just the by release, like starting with Iron Man uh, and then going to Incredible Hulk and so on and so forth. 
Um, I think that'd be really cool. And then, you know, just kind of go through that journey and see what little things we catch. Um, you know, cause I'm sure with the infinity stones and all that other stuff, just little tiny things that we miss. And I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It'll help with the other project I decided to saddle myself with cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> Well, there you go. Do you want to talk about it? Or do you want to keep that close to the chest? Well, you know, anybody, it's 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 in the group, so it's kind of already out there. But uh, mm-hmm. it, I I made um I made a mashup with uh, Hannah Montana's Best of Both Worlds and yes. Spider Man Homecoming because it's such an obvious choice. Yes. Um, and I'd seen it's been done a few other times on YouTube, but I thought you know I I felt like there was a little something missing, so I was like, well, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll take a crack at it, and. Uh, yeah. And I thought, you know, it'll be a fun one-off. I like doing stuff like that, but I haven't done anything like that in a long time. And uh, and that would be the end of it. And I did it, and I had fun with it, and it, it was a whole... The whole process started, like, two years ago. And uh, it was going to be with the with the, with the Raimi's Spider-Man films. And mm. I kind of scrapped that project. Like, I got, like, a third of the way through it and then just scrapped it. Um, mm. And then when I came back to it, I said, you know what, I'm just going to do this with Homecoming because I think it works better. And, uh, and didn't work on it. Like if I'd worked on it consistently, it probably would have taken me like two, three days. Instead, it took me like a month, five weeks, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I thought, okay, cool. That's done. And, uh, I was at work. I I was at work. I was making pizzas and I've got, I've got my, my headphone in and I'm listening to my Spotify playlist and I'm listening to party in the USA. And, I'm hearing, you know, uh, I, I'm hearing, you know, the part about the DJ and I'm thinking, oh, it's like when Tony's at his birthday in Iron Man 2 and he's drunk and he's scratching on the turntable and suddenly it hit me that MCU does not stand for Marvel Cinematic Universe. It stands for Miley Cyrus Universe. So, there you go. So now I have to do every Marvel movie mashed up to a, to a Miley Cyrus or Hannah Montana song. <laughs> There and you I've, go. I've got That's a, perfect. I've got a surprisingly halfway decent list. Um, yeah. I don't have one for the original Iron Man yet, though. Um, but um, I'm, I'm working on. I'm still planning it. It's going to take. I don't even know how long it's going to take. Um, but that's that's just something I'm working on. So going back through and watching these will will, will help with that on top of everything else. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. Um, you know what you could do for that one? Oh no. Maybe Wrecking Ball? Uh, uh, Hulk. Uh, it's Incredible Hulk. Oh, that's Hulk. Yeah. That makes sense. It just had to be, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, it's, it's, again, it's such a ridiculously obvious choice, but, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes you can't get too creative or crazy with it. Like, well, I'm going to pick one of these other, like, ballads that nobody knows. No, just go with the one that makes the most sense. Right, right, right. No, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they, none of them are going to be any, you know, this is America, call me maybe mashup, but, you know, at least they'll be somewhat creative. Yeah. Um, that was good. Did you, did you see that video? That was insane. <laughs> Which one? Uh, somebody did uh, replace the audio from, like, the first minute of this is America with call me maybe. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, they've done that one. They've now they've mashed it up with like um, I've seen like three of them and they're perfect. Yeah, I think that was like that was the first one I saw, and that's one of those things that like you don't plan that. You're somebody Mm. who's like you you're watching the video, and for some reason, call me maybe just pops into your head. 
and, yes. and you line it up like that's that's something that just happens it kind of proves donald glover's point too in a little way yes bit. yes it really does which is is just some some magical irony in its own yes. way yeah and i think it's okay to 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 laugh at that and to also understand you know uh, the importance of that video. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. The, there was a No Way Jose one. Did you see that one? Yeah, I didn't think that one lined up as well. Like, I got it. Like, as soon as I saw... Because he, he looks like No Way Jose in that video. Right. He right, really right. does. But mm-hmm. I was like, the audio... Eh, I don't know. I don't know how well it lines up, but... Yeah. And I saw a few Spanish ones that lined up really well. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, it's... that That's been funny. Now, the new meme now is like the captain america picture where it's like so blah 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 and you fill in the blank and it's like him turning the chair around have you seen that on twitter no, oh, no. <laughs> it's really funny oh, it's God. like so you don't understand how the film industry works like it's just little like people have been using that just to kind of be sarcastic but it's it's the image of captain america turning his chair around like in i guess it was homecoming He's like, so you you wound up in detention, or yes. whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, right before he sits yeah. down in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that was it. So you're in detention. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> um, you know what I would like to do? What? Well, no, this would be too spoiler. So I'll just mention it. Um, nah, just I'll mention it after the podcast to you. I think would be a pretty good okay. um, oh, video. Boy. I don't know how. I, I'd have to wait until Avengers Infinity War comes out on Blu-ray first, though. Yeah. Um, but good idea for a song for one of them would be really funny. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh. man, I'm, I'm excited for Deadpool. Like, the reviews have come back just shining, you know. The best thing you can hear about a comedy is that the sequel is better, uh, is, is, is good, if not better, than the original. There you go. Um, and that's all I wanted to hear. I just, you know, I want to go into that movie just to laugh. It doesn't have to be, you know, crazy or anything like that. The CGI doesn't have to be too good. I just want to laugh. I want it to be full of inside jokes. And apparently that's what it is. Just, just nonstop referential humor. And that's, I mean, that's what I think that that's what we pay for with Deadpool. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. The next few weeks should be pretty good. So Star Wars is right after that. Right. And, uh, the reviews come, came back pretty good for that as well. You I've know. seen I've seen mixed. I literally in my timeline saw one that said this movie's amazing. The and like r- one right after another, just news articles on Facebook. Like one was from IGN, one I think was from Collider, and one was from I don't remember the other one. But they were like, this movie's really great. Eh, this movie could do some things better. Uh, this movie's gonna disappoint fans. And I was like, okay, nobody can make up their mind. <laughs> I only saw one that, I mean, uh, I don't know. How, how should I put this? Not all Star Wars movies have to be the best thing I've ever seen, right? So, right. I, I, so when the reviews that I saw were like, this was way better than I expected, or this was better than it had any right Good. to be. And then the other ones I saw were like, this was okay. Or I liked this this and this about it but the pacing made made spots really boring and that's a that's a that's a normal criticism you know so like it's that's what i saw from it um the fact that it's not a complete disaster because they 
you know, they, they kicked the other directors out, you know, after shooting how much and (laughs) all the backlash the film has gotten about like, we don't need a Han Solo film and blah, 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 blah. Or the reports that the actor, you know, you know, needed acting lessons on the set, which really we didn't find out if were true or not. Like there were so many things going on behind the scenes that I was worried about it, but the sites and people that I trust were pretty okay with it. There was only one person who was like, like I said before, where it's like this, the, the, the pace really made it boring. So I don't know. I'm going in optimistic. Um, and you know, and that was one thing they said that it was very referential to things that, you know, we've heard about or that we've read about or the legends of Han Solo. And that's what I'm going to for, you know? Yeah. Like you, what a surprise. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, that's what I want in a Han Solo movie. Um, so, you know, and a lot, a lot of the reviews I read were like, I can't wait to see what they do if they make a sequel to this or if they make this a trilogy or, you know, a, a few of them uh, was it was pretty funny because they said almost the same thing. They were like, I want this to be like an Indiana Jones where this told a story. I'd like if they made a sequel to tell just a completely different story. Right. You know, you can have a few of the same characters, but it could just be a completely different story. Like this one is about, you know, this is a heist film and the next one doesn't have to be. It doesn't even have to be like right after it. It can just be a different point in his life. And I think that'd be cool. I'd be I'd be totally in on that. Yeah, it's an interesting way to look at it for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly how the, you know, the, those movies were. Um, but yeah, so anyway, anyway, let's get back to uh, the the box office. So um, how good did Infinity War do? Infinity War did uh, did fairly well. Um, it, it had the kind of drop-off that, that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't it didn't plummet, but I mean, it's it's been a while now. So we're, you know, it's it's going to start winding down. Next week, it's going to hit, I would imagine, I'd imagine 30 if it's lucky. Yeah. Um, just because Deadpool is going to take a huge chunk out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I did grab the actuals because uh, what I've got on the notes here are just the estimates. Uh, okay. This weekend, 62 million in a bit. Okay. Uh, puts it at 548 domestic. Which, uh, you know, not bad, especially considering that it's made double that just in its foreign markets. Like, it, mm. it set records in uh, China like crazy, like pre-sale records, and it had a just monstrous opening over there. Right. It's so crazy. That, I see it's $1.65 billion worldwide. Yeah. That's crazy. It's still not going to catch Avatar, though. If it had another month, maybe. But mm-hmm. that's it's not going to roll up too awful much further on the charts because the next because it's what now fifth all time fourth all time mm-hmm. um it's got to pass because it because it's it's what it's avatar force awakens titanic or is it titanic force awakens i don't have titanic the... is the the top okay it's still t- nah it's still titanic oh no i'm sorry avatar is the top i was gonna say i was like hang on i've i've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've missed a yeah. generation somewhere Avatar is the top, and then it's Titanic. Yeah, um, Force Awakens. I I I don't know just how far it's really gonna go. Um, it's it it uh, it. Uh, oh no, it'll pass Jurassic World. I'll give it that. Um, it may beat Force Awakens, but that's it's it's gonna wind up. 
it's it's probably gonna wind up third all time. I don't I don't know if it if it cracks Titanic. Maybe. Right. But you know, from Titanic to Avatar is another I mean, it's gotta make another billion dollars to beat Avatar. Not gonna happen. Yeah, no. Not, not what, gonna happen. What do you think I mean, I think the only thing that could come close to Avatar is if ten years down the road or however long down the road they do Avengers versus X-Men and then they put it out in Christmas time with nothing near it for a month or two. The problem is that that's never going to happen again. Uh, you're, what do you mean? It, we're never going to have a stretch, especially because Disney is its own worst enemy with this. We're never going to have, you know, I mean, Avatar was number one for five weeks for a reason. The close, I mean, that's only ever been done again with Black Panther, but we're not going to have, they're not going to put out a big budget movie with this much hype in february like even black panther didn't have a ton of hype and black panther way overperformed why wouldn't they do it in december though because everything comes out in december that's that's my thing with the last thing you know what i mean like how they do with star wars and then everything gets out of the way yeah february but i mean not really everything gets out of the way i mean take a look at last year last year had jumanji and the greatest showman and I mean, and they, I mean, look at how much Jumanji did. Imagine, imagine for a second Jumanji hadn't come out. Like if Jumanji had waited, you know, six weeks, imagine yeah. what the numbers on the last Jedi would have been. So what do you think could come close to Avatar? Nothing. Nothing. A- Avatar is all time. I don't, unless there is that kind of just totally freak bizarre scenario where you've got, where you've got something that comes out, you know, a, a Christmas weekend, you know, if it's if it's a mm-hmm. Star Wars or another Avengers or or something that's right. that's got all the hype in the world behind it, and it that's lands. That's what I'm saying. Avengers or X Men is the only thing I can think of where like two giant universes colliding, and you get Hugh Jackman to come back for a film. You got Deadpool in there. You got you got the Avengers. You got man. I think that, but. You couldn't get bigger than that, right? You couldn't, but the other thing is, like, what else comes out? You know, it's going to have to have a clear run from Dece- from Christmas through Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what and I mean. I, I mean, it'd have to come at a time where there's nothing in front of it, just right. like Avatar. But there's, there's nothing in front of it. Yeah, but that's not going to happen again. You're going to have other stuff come out. It, you know, it's going to crowd it. Infinity War had three weeks. If well, what inf- about this? What is... You know, we the reason why Avatar did as good as it did is because it came out at a time where the technology changed. There was a there was the game changer of it being completely filmed in three D. Right. Now maybe that is what it would have to take, is that something would have to drive the industry uh you know, some some gimmick give you know, if if you will, uh and put on a giant movie like that. I don't know what it would be, but that, yeah. it would have to be where, like, you have to see this in the theater. You'll blow your mind. Yeah, and I, I don't I, – I, I just – I don't know – I don't know what else you could do. Because, I mean, VR – like, we have VR. VR is not a go-to-the-movies experience. It's right. not, and it never will be. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be VR. No, no, no. It would be more AR, if I anything. Was, yeah, I was going to say maybe something AR, but, man, you – You'd really have to work to crack that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how you would do that. But. No, because I mean, you'd have to have like everybody would have to have their phone, or you'd have to provide a device or something, and that's just that's just too pricey. That was funny before movie. Uh, before we saw 
Avengers, they had a bunch of AR things before the film. Yeah, I've seen I've I've seen that for like the the pre-show commercials and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you play a game, and I was like, oh, it just, it's just, I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm sitting in a movie theater, my internet connection doesn't work. So yeah. I was like, oh, not downloading that app. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. but I mean, I, the, the thing is that that would probably be too cost prohibitive. Cause if, mm-hmm. if it, 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 and even so, like, if everybody, you know, you've got 400 people in the movie theater and they're all on their phone trying to figure out an app for this thing, it's just not going to work. It's it's why it's why 3D worked is because all they had to do was hand you a cheap pair of glasses. That's true. Nothing else. And that's you know if if you had to create a device to work with it like that, the, it's it's going to cost too much because those things are going to get lost, they're going to get thrown out, they're going to get broken, and it's going to cost to replace them. And you're going to have to have so many extras in stock all the time. You're going to have to make too many. Mm-hmm. It's I I just I I don't know. I do not know. I, I'm guessing it's going to have to be in the screen technology. Like, it's going to have to be, okay. like... It, like an is, 8K screen that displays it, you know, where it's you're, you're like ta- a giant LCD screen or something. It, exactly. They uh, they did an LED screening somewhere in... It was either LA or San Diego for Ready Player One. Um, mm-hmm. I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Samsung or what. Had... had, had, had had made an LED movie screen. They'd bypass the projector completely. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a giant TV screen. And that in in 10 years time that may be the standard that everybody's right. going to start building to, but that's it's going to take a decade oh, at least. I forgot to mention. Okay, so but, so man, I was kind of I was upset for like 5 minutes. Okay. So we're, you know, we, we go, thankfully we, we were going to go to the early show and we decided not to, um, cause it was going to save us some money cause it was before noon. Right. We went to the one after that it was like three o'clock. That was just better for, for, uh, for us. And so, um, we ended up getting there and we were like, well, we got there super early and we're like, we want to go sit in there cause it's probably not over. And they're like, oh no, there was an issue with the, with the movie. Uh, so they, it never actually played for the first showing so we were like okay uh so we get our stuff we go in um and the trailers are playing the lights kind of dim like normal but when the movie begins to play the theater like lights up and we notice a like almost like a window screen up on the up on the uh the on the screen and we're like what's going on and we start hearing the sound and we're like oh my god and then it stops and then, you know, five minutes go by and it's already supposed to be playing. We, I go out there and the, the lady's like, yep, we notice it. We're telling them, go go sit back inside. She comes in. She tells everybody they're working on it. So we're sitting around for like ten minutes. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it was like five. Um, the lights dim again. The movie begins to play and we see a Windows start bar at the bottom of the screen. Oh, no. <laughs> and we're, you know, uh, Avengers kicks in and it's showing the, you know, uh, the stuff with Thor and whatnot. Oh, man. Um, and I'm like, there's a bar at the bottom of the screen and the lights are still on in here. And then they shut all the lights off in the theater. <laughs> so it's pitch black. 
Mm-hmm. And there's still that bar oh, for like man. half of that Thor scene. Uh, and it finally, and I, I went out, went back out. I'm like, guys, you almost fixed it. We're, we know we're working on it. And I'm like, all right, go back. And I'm super polite, but I'm like, Hey, like, Hey, uh, it's still not, you know, there's a start bar at the bottom of the screen and it's popping up on like the right and left hand side. And finally it goes away. And then it finally looks like a normal movie again. Thankfully, we got a free ticket. Everyone that walked out of the theater, they were there handing out tickets, apologizing. So it wasn't too bad. It just it was very distracting at the very beginning of the film. I've I've had I've I hate being that guy. I hate being the guy not 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 necessarily the one who has to go out and be like, hey, something's wrong. Because, yeah. you know, I've always tried to be, you know, hey, here's the thing that's happening and just give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And then being on the other side and having to be the guy. Oh, man, we have. There's one theater where sometimes half of the screen, literally half of the screen, has a green tint to it. Oh wow! Like I mean, like I, like I mean, a genuine like green, not like oh I think the hue is a little off, but mm-hmm. like green over, like somebody like painted green over it. Oh wow! And it's it's bad, and uh, and that happens every once in a while, and it's in the same theater, and uh, and I've had be you know we have people come out. And, uh, and I'll go in and I'm like, they're working on it. And you can't, the way, the way that systems are, it's hard. It's not just as simple as like pause and then change something. It's a whole, I, I right. don't understand. Like I walk by and I see like, cause I've got to flip projectors off at nights. So I walk by and I see all the different screens and everything. And I'm just like, I, you, I, you got to go to class for this thing. <laughs> like, right. It's, right. You'd right. have to. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I assumed it was just there's a lot going on behind the scenes. But there is. Man, yeah, I, I'm just like, come on. And it's especially Ugh. on something like trust me, there is there is nobody who gets who gets upset about that stuff. You know, Pete, you think people in the theaters are like, right. oh, my God, why don't they fix this? Trust me, they are. Because oh, yeah. it, there's nobody freaking out about that more than the people trying to get it fixed. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, thankfully, we got we got free passes, so the movie wasn't ruined, and we got free tickets. So I was like, "All right, that's good." So hey, free ticket, even though I have movie pass. But <laughs> I, uh, I ended up giving it. I went and saw some later, and I gave it to her. I was like, "Hey, we'll go see a Deadpool or something next week with there it." So go. no worries. So it works. It all worked out. But um, uh, yeah, because I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't do this start bar at the bottom of the movie the whole time. I might as well be at my house, you know, that's like some torrent stuff, you know what I mean? Like, right, come on, right. <laughs> jeez, like, uh, but I don't know. It was cool, though. It, oh, man, it was so good. I can't get over how good Infinity War was. Um, but anyway, let's get back to the box office. So, uh, what, what are some of the films that came out? What, what were their numbers? Uh, the two that came out this week really were Life of the Party and Breaking In came in uh, second and third with mm. with what I thought were kind of surprising openings. Um, Life of the Party was the one that really surprised me with just short of eighteen million. Oh, okay. That was more than I expected. Mm. I I was worried it wasn't going to break 10. I say worried. I don't particularly care. But I just, I didn't think it was going to get over 10 million. Uh, But it did really well. Um, Breaking in, coming in just behind it, uh, about 17.6. That didn't surprise me. You know, this is, again, it's that kind of mold of a film of, what was it? No Good Deed was another one like this. It's Mm -hmm. It's... 
it's that kind of you know home invasion ish sort of angle um that you know those movies all kind of fit in their own little niche um, yeah so you know that didn't surprise me um and it just bumped uh the rest of the top down uh nothing nothing in the order actually changed from last week except for two and three i was everything else just bumped down a spot it's it's it it really made me laugh um okay overboard just under 10 million um well Mm. overboard had a fairly decent uh weekend really i expected it to drop more than it did Oh yeah, uh, we actually were fairly busy for Overboard for a couple of screenings. I was genuinely surprised. Um, yeah, a quiet place still holding strong. I mean, a lot of people like the original, right? I yeah, I and you know what's weird? I never knew there was an original, but I keep hearing people talk about it. I'm like, man, I'm. Must, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I remember seeing it as a kid. It's a, I mean the the concept is if you really think about it, it's gross and it's weird. Yeah, but. It was the times. It just didn't really matter. It was just like, oh, here's a funky comedy where someone falls overboard and forgets who they are. And so the other person like, hey, you're my wife to get money or I forget what it was, but it was funny. It was a dumb 90s comedy, um, like it was romantic comedy, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, was it the 80s? No, it must have been the 80s. It was it was earlier than that. Wasn't it? Earlier than that. Well, I watched it as a kid. So that in my yeah. head. <laughs> I think it's. I think the original was was a lot older than that. I think it was. It was. It had to have been the eighties. It wasn't older than the eighties. You sure? Positive. Well, let me find out. But uh, the one I saw the with uh, what's his face with Kurt Russell. It it was the eighties for sure. Eh. I mean the hair and everything. Hold on, let me look it up. Eighty-seven. Okay, Goldie Hawn and okay. Kurt Russell. So eighty-seven. Yeah. 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 Eh, not too bad. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, no, I remember, I remember my, uh, yeah, I remember watching that as a kid and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I don't think it would be doing good in 2018 though. Just doesn't seem like a, I don't know, they're re- remaking everything, I guess. And they reversed the roles this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the jerk on the yacht and she's the, the, yeah. the, uh, the worker now. Right, right, right. Um, that's cool. And uh, and a quiet place rounding out the top five at six and a half. A quiet place just kind of keeps chugging along, mm-hmm. uh, and it's made it's made a hundred it's made almost one hundred seventy million just domestic, <sighs> which is insane. That's that's the st- in in the midst of everything else we'll be talking about box office wise this year. That's mm-hmm. that's the story right there. That that yeah. movie that they made for how many you know single digit million? What was the budget for that 17 ish yeah and you figure so you figure with advertising 25 30 tops like at the the high end of it and it's made 169 domestic i don't know how how much is it done worldwide probably not a lot that doesn't tend to translate to 100 million foreign so that's not bad so you know 270 worldwide on a on a 30 million dollar total budget yeah that's a win yeah that's (laughs) That's crazy that's a win and then some (laughs) yeah that's nuts man um it's crazy um so we talked about deadpool 2 coming out next week any what else is coming out uh show dogs which nobody's gonna go see Mm -hmm. um and then the one and don't sleep on this one. Book Club is going to draw the Bad Moms Christmas crowd. Book, okay. Book Club is going to be 
it is is going to be a mom's movie. It's the moms who drink wine movie. So mm. that's it's get that's going to be that crowd. Why why didn't that come out last week? I don't know. That's uh, a that's a miss. Maybe they really just did want to get away from <laughs> get away from uh, Avengers. I I guess, but yeah, it should have come out last week. That's true. I didn't yeah. even think about that. But yeah, I mean uh. it's. Because, I mean, you know, the whole premise is here are these these women who are, shall we say, advanced in their years. And, they you know, we're all going to read Fifty Shades of Grey and that's going to spark up our love lives. Okay. And it's, you know, but I mean, it's that kind of, it's that kind of comedy. Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it will do decently well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that the, uh, I think the forecasts on it may be a little short. But they're they're probably fairly spot on. Uh, but you know, that's it. It'll be interesting to see how well that one does. Um, yeah, for sure. I'll tell my stepmom about that. It seems like her kind of movie. Um, let's see here. We got some Comcast news here. Man, this made me want to put my head through a wall. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Comcast has decided they may want to take another bite at the apple with uh, with Disney. Mm-hmm. They are there. There are reports, and and here's where the reports differ. Some say they're trying to put together a combined sixty billion dollar bid, um, but some of the reports I saw said they're trying to put together uh, outside funding of sixty billion dollars, along with whatever funding they were going to throw in, um, wow. because they want to buy Fox. Um, they, uh, this is a lot of this is going to be contingent on the, uh, the, cause the first time this deal, like they, they put this deal forward and then it was rejected, uh, and both companies cited antitrust concerns. Right. So keep your eye on the, uh, AT&T Time Warner deal. Uh, right. there's a, they, there is expected a ruling in that next month sometime. Mm. So if that's approved, Look for Comcast to make an offer of at least sixty billion for Fox, and theirs is going to be all cash, and that may be another problem because Disney's is all stock, if I remember right, right. and that was big. Um, I know that that Murdoch and and a lot of the board over at Fox were a lot bigger on that because it's less, it's it's not taxed to shareholders or it's it's taxed at a lower rate. There's there's something to do with tax there, whereas a cash sale is more heavily taxed. So so they would still rather go to Disney. They the it's it would depend on the numbers. I think I think that's really going to be what it boils down to is after after tax, how much are they going to take home? I I I would think. I don't think they want to sell it to Comcast. I think they've been they've offered so much more than Disney. Well, but again, you know, they were worried about the legal battle that AT&T's wrapped up in right now. And if weren't there others like I don't think I mean, I guess that's just the I don't think it was just the numbers, right? I, I, like I, th- I think that they truly did want to sell it to Disney. I, I think that was because of the way the deal was structured. I think if the if if the price if the if the amount of the deal offsets like the tax cost and 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 everything else, I I think they would do it. Um, so 
I I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens with AT&T. if the AT and T Time Warner deal doesn't happen. Then this is all a moot point. It's right. it's then it's just not going to happen. But if that deal is allowed to go through, which dear God, I hope it's not because it's a you know we're 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 heading towards a monopoly of everything now, right. which is just not good for anybody. Right. But if that deal should happen to be approved, uh, it's because it's in federal court and they're looking over it and however long that stuff takes. Um, I would look for Comcast to make the offer and see, you know, Fox may Fox may just use that as leverage to get a better deal out of Disney. Um, right. That would that would be the other side of that coin. Is if that that becomes a possibility, then you know, I who knows. But if yeah, Com- if mean, Comcast decides to do that, it's going to throw everything into into chaos. Yeah, I don't know. I can't pull up the article right now. I just I do remember looking back when, and it was when um, when uh, when the Force Awakens was out, um, and they were together uh, talking about it. And I just remember them. I don't know. I just I can't pull. I can't find it right now. But man, yeah, the, the last thing I want is an ISP owning, uh, owning Fox. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And I know that's you know they they own what Universal already. Yeah, that's and yeah. that's an, that's another thing of like how many, I oh man, one one way or another we're losing one of the big was it the big six it used to be the yes. big five now it's big six, and then it'll be the big five again. But, right. you know, it's it's a matter of do we want it to go to Universal, which is owned by Comcast, which is which is itself universally regarded as as not the greatest company on the planet. Right. It, 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 it challenges EA off and on for that title. <laughs> but, exactly. Like, it, and that's I guess where I'm getting at is like, um, it's not good that this is happening. They I really wish that we could still have, you know, as many studios as we do. But the reality is it's going to go to one or the other. Yeah. And I would much rather it be in the hands of Disney uh, that is more focused on that. It has a better track record for, I don't know, um, giving people what they want, I guess, with with the with their product and not Comcast. Like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, boy. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing I want. Um, and I guess plus the nerdy side of me, of course, wants the X-Men and all these people, all these, one Marvel to have all their characters in one box. Yeah, because then could you imagine the, the idea of like, oh no, now Universal owns the X-Men. Can you just ima- imagine for a second how awful those movies are going to be? It would be disasters. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. Universal's doing its thing. They got the Fast and the Furious and whatnot. Yeah, which but... is, which has fallen apart. Which has fallen apart. Absolutely. They tried to put together their own monster universe, which completely fell apart. Uh, I have a feeling now that Avengers Infinity War did what it did. These studios are going to just double down on trying to do their own universe. I think that's the wrong thing. I th- you know what, though? They could do it, right? What's the, what's the studio that's doing the King Kong and Godzilla? Uh, it's not Legendary. Is it Legendary? No, Legendary is the... Basically, it is legendary, isn't it? Yeah, but aren't they just a bank? They're not a production company, though. They're a financier, I think. Uh, what was the last one? Kong Island? Uh, Kong Skull Island, yeah. Kong Skull Island. So who who did um, who did that one? Kong Skull Island was through. 
I don't have it in front of me. I believe it was oh Warner Brothers distributed by Warner Brothers. Le- production company was Legendary Pictures. Oh, production company was Legendary. Okay. Yeah, and who did Godzilla? Uh, that's also going to be Legendary. All right, so I was just so it's Legendary that's wrong. setting okay. up that 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 monster universe. Like, it's not the Universal Monster Universe, but the monster universe the, because the King Kong Godzilla monsters. The I think they're just yes. calling it MonsterVerse. I think. Yeah, and that's kind of the way you do it because you just set up these own stories they 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 rely on themselves and then eventually you know we're going to get these king of the monsters just battling it out exactly but and I it mean, feels natural you know look at how poorly dc has been able to do that like i mean these you would think batman and superman the two most recognizable properties on the planet would just blow it out of the water Th- this should have been the biggest slam dunk for DC. Warner Brothers should be making billions right now instead of being a instead of being a punchline. They right. they should they should have here's the here's the clever thing that I was trying to find to say about that. They should be they should be laughing about their bottom line. They shouldn't be laughed at as a punchline. It's exactly. it, it's just insane that they have managed to do just about everything wrong. Yeah. I mean, Wonder Woman was really the only thing that they ha- that they've done that wasn't awful and it was a, it was a it was a legitimate success and it was good right none of the other dc movies since <clears throat> man of steel i mean man of steel was was not awful but it was not it was clearly a harbinger of things to come there's there's no momentum you know like every time i every time i see it i forgot that it's doing it yeah but aquaman's coming out this year but no one's talking about it <laughs> Because everybody's still reeling about how bad Justice League was. And it was bad. I mean, I have tried to find... Because there is some good in it. There's always always some good in in even some of the worst movies. But but man, it's tough. It's genuinely tough. And it does not inspire... You know, I mean, just the whole point of Justice League is to inspire hope, not just within its own fictional world, but but with the state of the DC films in general. Right. It does not succeed, I think, on either front. No, no, because like one of the films, one of the films that I rewatched that I'm going to rewatch in a few weeks when we do it again is Captain America, uh, the first Avenger. And oh my God, does that movie hold up? It does because it's that's what's great about a lot of the Marvel films. And there was a dip where that didn't quite happen. The but the right. best films are the ones that happily stand by themselves. Yes. Um, you know, Iron Man two is very interconnected with everything, and it mm-hmm. suffers from it because they hadn't figured out how to do it yet. Age of Ultron is kind of the same thing. Again, exactly. It's always it's it's kind of always the sequels, and they hadn't really ironed that problem out until you get to the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and then you've got one that still is really fairly standing on its own because Cap, oh, yeah. Cap and Shield kind of go hand in hand in a way that works, mm-hmm. um, and and I, I I have found that this is a fairly minority opinion among the people that I talked to which surprised me I I love Iron Man 3 and it blo- oh I love Iron Man 3 too it, it blows me away how many people that I know don't like it 
and I, they don't get it. They don't get that kind of humor. I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I just I can't I can't wrap my head around it. But that's yeah. the thing of like it completely stands by itself. It yeah. is it is its own movie within it, it because it doesn't really reference anything else. It's right. it's never really referenced in anything else. Mm-mm. It is very much its own movie, and those are the ones that work best. Guardians, same thing, stands mm-hmm. on its own. Little tie-ins here and there, but it's not weighted down. Yeah, you know the idea of Thor: The Dark World was how do we tie this into to yep. you know the the ether is the infant is the the power stone, so we have to really hammer that point in there. And they kind of forgot about everything else. Is, yeah, it, it, Ragnarok it, is its own animal. It is, and it got it again. You know, it's it does tie into other things, but it's not reliant on. No. It's it's not solely focused on the tie-in. It's it's a right. movie that happens to have those little moments. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's I, that's what you know. I'm curious to see how Aquaman does. Um. Now that we are breaking away from the Zack Snyder um, DC universe, where I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they're, they're going to do moving forward, of course. But it's – I don't know. I mean I don't know what they can do if they can't get Batman versus Superman off the ground. They can't get Justice League to work. Uh, we're all excited for Wonder Woman 2. But I'm I'm curious – what happens after Wonder Woman two? I'm I'm hearing some low key like buzz for Shazam. I'm, oh yeah, Shazam. I'm, I'm hearing right. That's people right. who are very cautiously like like genuinely wanting to root for this movie. Like, I mean, that's the last one that's been announced, right? That's th- that made production. I th- I think Wonder Woman two is after that. Okay, so that's yeah. already in production. It's, gotcha. it's, yeah, I think it's 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 the the time the release timeline I think is going to be like Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman two, Black Adam, I think. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. And Birds of Prey, which which itself could be very interesting. Well, we're getting into the territory of easily could be canceled, and Warner Brother does something else with the, their heroes. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's yeah, it's possible. Like I I have a feeling that they're going to look at. Aquaman, Shazam, and then Wonder Woman to see if this is something they want to continue doing. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the best thing about Suicide Squad, for some wrong reasons too, was Harley Quinn. And they're gonna work that as much as they can. So canceling... That's true, they're doing a Harley Quinn movie, aren't they? Well, that's... Because that's Birds of Prey. She's gonna be in Birds of Prey. So I... I just... I... I or no, yeah, no, no, Gotham City Sirens. There's a couple, okay. th- yeah. There's a couple. Like th- I don't, I can't keep, I can't keep a lot yeah. of these straight because I think at one point they were conflated and then they were split apart. And the, yeah, yeah, the production for those has been strange. But I don't, yeah, because like, Batgirl is another one that's like there. It's 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 in development, so that's another one that they may look at and go, eh. Maybe not. All they need is a few good more hits. That's all they need. They got Wonder Woman. They need a few more. Um, hopefully Aquaman's fun. Um, you know, we, we they just need a few more hits, honestly. Uh, and that's all it's going to take. Because it's not like Marvel doesn't have some, you know, duds on their hands. The, the, the benefit of them is they have some really strong Iron Man, Captain America. The Thor, the first two were hit or missed for a lot of people. Yeah. 
Um, but then they came swinging with Guardians of the Galaxy and Civil War and 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 and, and the, the the Winter Soldier, and it was just like boom, boom. boom. Then it was just, it just off to the races. Well, and of course, the first Avengers movie. So they, they just need a couple good, just a couple more good ones. And and I don't know. I think maybe breaking away from Zack Snyder touching everything. Uh, to having some other people do some, you know, because, you know, it, it could. I guess it could have went either way. We saw, we saw what happened with with Suicide Squad, but we also saw what happened with Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, you know optimistic about it, especially with all the stuff. You know, we'll get into the DC stuff in a little bit, but the DC stuff that's going on on the TV uh, is to me even more interesting <laughs> that's that's where i have hope just because of what they've done with tv so far like yeah that's exactly. that's where they've been able to really knock it out of the park yeah and i uh, my question is is it going to tie into the wb stuff the cw stuff i mean i mm. that would be a huge cool crossover it's it would and i think it may it it won't it, it I, I could see this going two ways either it'll borrow characters from the CW stuff just right. to kind of lend that sort of you have to see this quality mm-hmm. to the first few episodes of some things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or they build this up and they see, you know what, this is going to stand on its own, and then they start a crossover kind of deal. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it could go, it, it genuinely could go anywhere, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, um, let's let's talk about uh, Miss Marvel. Kevin Feige says that there's plans to bring Miss Marvel after Captain Marvel, which you know that's the obvious. You know, uh, yeah. th- that's exactly how I see it happening. I see her either being referenced or mentioned in this, or she would be somewhere down the line. And I'm glad they kind of got ahead of it and was like, oh, of course we're going to be working. She's going to be a part of the MCU. Well, I mean. Duh. Like, I mean, she's, yeah. you know, from when when they introduced her comic, like, it was a hit. Yes. It was a genuine breakout hit, and people have really gravitated towards her characters. So I would definitely yeah. expect to see... I don't know if... I, 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 I don't know if she'll be... If there'll be a reference in Captain Marvel. There may be in Avengers 4. I think that's where... Very I, true. That one may be more of like, oh, it's Captain Marvel, and you know, somebody's somebody just kind of as she, as she's flying by somewhere or something, you hear somebody go, "Hey, Kamala, was that Captain Marvel?" And you know, because she'd be Peter's age, right? Yeah, yeah, she's a. Yeah, so she's, in the '90s, she would be like a little baby. Yeah, she'd be. Yeah. Not. Maybe not, not even born by the time right. this movie takes place, because Peter's what seventeen. That's true. He was a he was a kid in like what Iron Man two, yeah, when he, yeah. Or was, they was, retconned that or whatever, which was great. I love that. I'll yeah, take that yeah, retcon. I'll accept yeah. that because it's so completely it's it's yeah. consequential in a lot of ways and it explains a lot. But it's also such a fun like you don't need it. But imagine being that guy like, hey, wait a second, yeah, this works. <laughs> Getting Kevin Feige on the phone or the email goes all the way up to Kevin Feige. All right, let's print it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, sure, why not? That's it's yeah. him. <laughs> that was that was Peter, of course it was. It inspired yeah. him. So you know, I'm t- yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, the interesting thing though um, is it's gonna because she's inhuman, so that means that the Inhumans would officially be part of the MCU. Yeah, but they're not on TV anymore, so that's interesting. I don't think that is canon. 
I don't I, think they consider that canon. I don't. I think they're gonna. I I think that was a fun experiment for them to work on. It was not fun for the audience because it's a bad show, and yeah. and people turned it off. So I mm-hmm. I think they will probably act like that never happened. Yeah, and did you see that? And this is jumping ahead, but we're still going to be in movies. That um, Agents of Shield got renewed for a thirteen episode season. Yeah, it's going to be a summer of next year. Yes, and they were so. It was, it was interesting because they were a little unsure going they were. forward. They were, yeah, but it's uh, smart to put it after uh, Infinity War because I'm sure it's going to be you know take place whatever the consequences of that is. Um, well, I mean, you know, it was a big deal. So, I mean, there are, you know, I mean, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has always dealt with the, re- I think we talked about this last episode, or maybe it was on the the Infinity War review of, like, how are they going to incorporate this? So there's, right. and I think they talked about, like, there are going to be repercussions on the show. I haven't, like, I haven't watched this season, so I don't know. Yeah, apparently but, in this season they mentioned Thanos. So um, I've gone back and I've started watching. I've watched, like, the first few episodes um, and this isn't really that big of a spoiler because I've already talked about this on the show before where this season they jumped to the future yeah. and the world was destroyed by not Thanos, but by something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. and well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's Marvel. There's always something coming to destroy the earth. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, but from what I understand, the entire season does not stay there so um i'm excited to watch it i want to see it through and then uh yeah i'm excited to see the last you know i, I imagine the next season will be the last um i hope well, it's not it's it's a good show the season before that with with uh ghost rider was awesome this one jumped into the future so like they're doing interesting things um and they have to because of you know they're in their what seventh season or how many seasons has it been this is five this is five. So, like, yeah. what are they going to do? Get Will Ferrell to come and be in the the, the end of the season? Don't even. You know? Do not even. Man, don't. <laughs> d- d- don't start with me. <laughs> I don't exactly. even. Put, I just finished season seven of The Office, and I want to punch somebody in the face. I don't, <laughs> uh, exactly. So you got you got to you got to you got to switch it up. You got to do different things. Um, to, to keep it interesting, and I think that's really cool. And it's the Marvel universe. Like the Agents of Shield don't have to stay in one little city or one little place or even on the planet. Like I, I totally would love them to go to a completely different, make it like a Star Trek show where they're just like off on an adventure, like do yeah. something. I like have them go to the home planet of the home world of the Cree or whatever. Well, and again, you know, this movie is good. The, uh, the next season of Agents of Shield is going to take place after Captain Marvel. Yes, so, I mean, exactly. there's, there's all kinds of stuff. And the, uh, who, I forget who it was from ABC that talked about, you know, that, that not, that it is going to be renewed. They're not expecting it to be the last season. So they're not okay. saying like, oh, it's coming back for a shortened season so it can end. They're like, no, no, it's just going to fit better in the summer. I think it would. I honestly do a shorter season. You're going to have, you're going to have better episodes. Agreed. I, most television needs to be shorter seasons. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree. Yes, do shorter seasons. That way you can put something else out there of another that? show. I'd rather get two awesome shows that are nice and compact, compact than one long season of, you know, just, oh, man. That whole 24-episode season thing is uh, just that just doesn't work these days. No, no, the old broadcast order is, is, is dead, but it's still up and walking around. Yeah. 
Exactly. Go uh, do what. Look at HBO. Look at Netflix. Thirteen is you know that's ten is good. Thirteen's probably the sweet spot. Some of them, uh, some of the thirteen episodes, I'm like this could have been ten. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, um, but it's better. I would rather have a thirteen episode, you know, forty five minute, you know, right. per episode season and go you know one or two of those probably could have gone then have a 22 24 episode 45 minute per episode season and go yeah we could have gotten rid of like half of this right we could have got rid of that that episode of them chasing the boars around the island yeah yeah so (laughs) uh but anyway yeah i'm excited about miss marvel i've read a few of her volumes and they're fun you know uh you know, it's it's going to be awesome to get a Muslim American br- right up on uh, on the big screen with all these other heroes. So I think that's super important as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that's going to be cool. Um, Ant Man of the Wasp. Uh, they got we got a new trailer for that. What did you think of it? I you know okay cool like it didn't really do like it was exactly what I was expecting, yep. you know, I mean, and I'm cool with that. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't really think this was going to be any kind of massive, you know, yeah. oh my God, I didn't see that coming. Like, it's going to be Ant-Man again, but now with the Wasp. Like, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm okay with that. I enjoyed Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man was really good. I thought Ant-Man was fantastic. These movies, you know, I, I, I've talked to some people who were like, well, uh, you know, it just, it wasn't the Avengers. It wasn't the Thor. And I was like, it's not like, when I pick up an Ant-Man comic, I'm not expecting crazy blockbuster, whatever. Like, in fact, the movie Ant-Man is probably the best representation of like a three or four issue arc of a comic book. True. Very, very true. Yeah. Where you just have a few issues where it tells the beginning, middle and end. And you know, Scott has a pretty interesting story and what the adventure he goes on and the, the comedy in it. And Paul Rudd just, dude's a sweetheart in his movies he's funny as hell um and it's just it's you know uh and i always i always butcher her name you want to say it evangeline Evangeline lily Lily, yeah uh (laughs) she's a sweetheart as well so like i i I really dug the first movie and to see these two characters uh where they're at in their lives now and now of course she's getting a suit and everything else like i'm just expecting a i shouldn't say the word small story but it's gonna be cool you know it's gonna it's gonna be neat you know and uh they're introducing some other characters from the comic as well so um i'm excited for it and it's right around the corner we're what a month away or a few weeks two, away two months two it's months a, away it's yeah, july we're, yeah we're we're we're, we're, don't, we're pretty don't, close. Man, don't don't compact my schedule like this. <laughs> right it's right, ba- it's, right man it's bad enough as it is oh yeah so I'm excited. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? You go ahead and take the next one. I need to get yeah, a Yeah, there's a, a, a movie coming out called The Jansen Directive that I admit I know nothing about, but I only threw this on here because it's it's another universal partnership with Seven Bucks Productions, which is, um, mm. which is Danny Garcia and The Rock's company. Yep. Uh, and the only thing that made this funny to me was that they want John Cena to star in it. So they're going right. to have The Rock producing something with John Cena in it, kind of like that WrestleMania match. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, cool. Yeah, so, you know, if you can't beat him, join him, I guess. Did you see John Cena's growing out his facial hair? John Cena looks like the lost Wahlberg. He does. He really does. And that's terrifying because there's enough of them already. It's like bald ones. Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty. We don't need any more. It's very true. He's Johnny. You know, we've got Marky, Donnie, and Johnny Wahlberg now. 
Yeah. Don't, oh don't yeah. Let that, I just hope he grows out the goatee. Yeah. Just so he can be like the evil version of John Cena. He, he'll he'll have it shaved off by the time that they announce that you know. Oh, oh stick he... with me. Stick with me. He comes out. Okay. He tells everybody that he's from a mirror universe, and he does everything to discredit John Cena, and he does everything to to just sour his name. This is like the two Undertakers. <laughs> yeah, and that went so well. They did fake Undertaker. I remember when they did fake Kane, and that went tremendously well. And then we get Mark Wahlberg come out, and then John Cena shaves his beard, and then it's Mark Wahlberg versus John Cena. And he I, says he's been the Mirror Universe guy the whole time. Sorry about that. But anyway. <laughs> I, you know, like, I, they've done dumber things wrestling's fun <laughs> they yeah i you know i i'm just i'm i'm so over the the work of of the relationship i'm, I'm just done oh, yeah, isn't he saying now that he wants a baby with her and everything He's, i want her back i want to be i want to be the father i want to be her husband it's all just it is just such a work and it's I guess we're sad. gonna find out on total divas it's sad when does total divas come out tonight Oh really? The new season was tonight or last oh. night or something. But yeah, it's 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 all started now. Yeah, Total Bellas is is back. Got set my uh, recorder. <laughs> it's just oh, it's just sad. It's so it, sad. You know, it's gonna be like twelve episodes of them hinting at the 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 breakup, and it's it's never gonna happen until like the last episode. Well, that'll be your mid-season finale, and then the second yeah. the second half is gonna be how they've all dealt with it, and then it's gonna be like four episodes from the end is gonna start their reconciliation, and then the finale is gonna be you know they decide that they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and give it a try, and they're gonna get married, and 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 John's really grown as a human being, and 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 he's understood the power of love and all this crap. It's that's what it's gonna be, and it's disgusting. Yeah. It, it really is that I'm watching this and I'm going, this is worse than the Kardashians. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Because at least their drama is interesting. Right. Because it's just like, oh, and and he cheated on me with like four women at the same time. Well, that was a plot twist. Like, right. Or then you get Kanye saying oh what Kanye says. Kanye <laughs> is a walking plot twist. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the. He's a, he's a free thinker. He's a free thinker. He's he's, he's <laughs> probably gonna sue us now, but you know. Hey. So we've had a good run. Thank you for tuning into the series finale of We Geek Podcast. Right. <laughs> exactly. We uh we oh, will be man. we will be relaunching next month as Ye Geek Podcast. Right uh, there you go. <laughs> Oh, he was excited man. that Rick and Morty was uh, was brought back for 70 episodes, though. Another reason to not watch that show. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I laughed at the <laughs> irony of him yes. getting yeah. excited about that coming back. Because that fan base sucks, but the show's good. I'll, I'll say that. The it's show's one of the, good. That's, that's kind of the consensus that I've seen. It's, yeah, it's the fan base sucks. It's kind of like Fortnite. The fan base is terrible. I want actually nothing to do with it now that every every eight-year-old on the planet is obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, but it was a good game. <laughs> um, uh, Rick and Morty, if you were to put it in a bubble and just watch it and not, and not paying attention to any of the crap around it, like on the internet and everything else – it's funny it's it, to me it's that 
that that like I don't know like like that Futurama kind of humor if that makes sense um and it's just it's good but outside of that you got people going crazy at, at McDonald's and just being nightmare people that all kind of sours it yeah it sucks uh the, the, you got to be an intellectual to understand that. That's all just bullshit. It's, I, it's just a funny show. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's like people who take like the dark theories behind cartoons seriously. Yes, like, I I love them as exercises. Of somebody sat down and just kind of had a thought and said, "What if this?" And you right. and you read that and you go, "Huh, I've never looked at it that way." I yeah. and and then you just and then you just forget it. You know, right. because you're like, somebody thought this, this was creative, and mm-hmm. now, you know, I'm just going to go back to enjoying Rugrats as a bunch of talking babies. Like, that's right. that's the end of it. But some oh, yeah. people get really I... hyped on those things, and I'm like, just just don't ever procreate. Well, the, the thing is, is I imagine Rick and Morty is exactly what The Simpsons would have done if the internet was as big as it is now. When the Simpsons first point. came out. I imagine people have been like, but do you get the jokes where they, they bring up that movie and it's the exact same thing? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just – it's to another level because like the writers decided to put some actual science or whatever into it to make it just have just an extra level of comedy if that makes sense. That's all it is. It's yeah. all – it's just – to me, it's just like Futurama where it's like, oh, I get it. Oh, and I also get that. Like that, that's all – that's all it is. There's nothing – crazy about it it's just funny it's just Um, you can't write just jokes anymore right right. without people being like oh my god were you they were talking about this and they were referencing that and they were bringing up this and what they really meant was that and it's like no it was a fart joke chill out right 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 right. exactly Uh, south park does that sort of but yeah yeah um, but anyway, um, but that's cool though. So, Hey, if you're Van Rick and Morty, you got like 70 episodes that in our lifetime will hopefully come out because it's a lot of episodes. Well, it's what they were saying. It's like 70 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. They do like 10 or 20 a year. I, th- I don't, uh, a season, I don't know, but it's a ton more. So, you know, um, you know, so that, that's cool. Um, the uh, but back to the movies we were talking about the um, some of the other movies coming out were the the page uh, biopic wrestling with my family has moved from September 14th uh, 2018 to March 1st 2019 yeah fairly big push really <laughs> yeah that's uh, crazy yeah I, uh, I don't know why they did that I wonder if there's anything to do with page being like the general manager now I would think you would want to keep that relevant now more than ever that's if you true. could. Like, that would just be, like, way more press. Maybe they need reshoots. I don't know. That's a giant... Yeah. There has to be something going on behind the scenes that they got to edit or something. That's a... Yeah, that's a... We found something in post-production, and it's... And it's messed up. Maybe they screened it a few places, and it just didn't do good. Probably. Yeah. That's more than likely it. Yeah. Um, we got some Sherlock Holmes three news. The film currently in development, aiming for Christmas two thousand twenty. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law set to return. Yeah, which is you know cool, fine, whatever. Yeah, I I um, was I was not clamoring for this, but I won't say no to it. I no, I wasn't a fan of. I never saw the second one. I wasn't a fan of the first one. The second one was was not. The second one went too big. Mm. Um, and and that's a Guy Ritchie problem. Like that's oh. just that's just part of his style. 
Um, but I, I enjoyed the first one. I, I like it was fun. I thought it was like a great little one-off. But mm. they're like, we're gonna make this a series. And I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, Game I, Game of Shadows was. I mean, it was. Eh. I, I I just I was you know, Benedict Cumberbatch's. Uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes to me was just man that th- I liked that kind of Sherlock Holmes the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. just feel like big blockbuster films and not like let's think you know what I mean if that True. makes sense yeah no I get you yeah and it just it came off I don't know it came off like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen like yeah. they're trying to do that with it Um, I don't know man I really like because they uh, uh they don't do that show anymore, do they? Was is Sherlock or was it Sherlock? Yeah, no, they're. Yeah. Uh, it just takes them five years to make a season. Yeah, yeah, and especially with Martin Freeman complaining about like, well, the fans really, really want it, and that puts pressure on me, so I don't really want to do it. And I love <laughs> that Cumberbatch came out and he was like, "Really, grow up." <laughs> oh wow. He yeah he kind of he kind of whined about it a little bit. And I and I from from one standpoint I understand because I can imagine it, again it's the same thing of like a fan base just being just being jerks about something mm-hmm. like we want it where is it we have to have it now and I get that that can sour you on it yeah. but you know oh my god I realized I never saw season four so I have something to look forward to there you go yeah yeah see you're all set cool. But, yeah, and what's cool about those is they all feel like little movies. That, well, because they're they're all movie length. Right, right. Beginning, middle, and end of each of them, and then maybe there's like one string through the whole thing. And uh, yeah, man, oh, I'm I'm f- fucking excited now. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to watch. There you go. Um, hell yeah, yeah, because I really enjoyed the that that show, and it, you know, that's funny you said that. Did you see that uh, uh, he's in the news for wanting uh, his co-star to have equal pay as him now? Yeah, female co-stars. He he yeah. won't he won't take a he won't work on a film unless it, the uh, the female co-star is matching his pay. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. I I think that's some that's the way this changes. Like everybody can right. can can hashtag the hell out of everything, but until this idea in particular really starts catching on, I just don't think. I don't think much else. I didn't. Going... I didn't like that because I also saw in the news that people jumped on Chris Pratt because he made two million more than Bryce Dallas Howard, and I thought that was absurd because he definitely has way more pool, especially when he just got done with the film with with what Jennifer An- no who what was her name Jennifer. I, don't know oh the the oh what's her name the the movie where they're in space. I you lost me, man. Okay, Chris Pratt, a movie with space with Jennifer, not Anderson, uh, Passengers. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence, and she made millions more than him in that film. Well, because she was a bigger star than he was, a much bigger star. Agreed. So, like, I, 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 like, don't jump on Chris Pratt because in Jurassic World, he made two million more than her when he was the star. Well, you know what I mean. I. I understand where people might come at that and say that that there's there's an argument to be made that she she well, had. Let, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Because 
Cumberbatch has decided to do that. I don't think it's okay to attack other actors randomly because they did make more money. Fair. Does that make sense? That's that's the, and again, we're not talking about like like what happened with what was it, the Great Wall or whatever it was. Right. Where right, like Matt right. Damon made an obscene amount of money more. Yes. Or who no, uh all the money. It was all the money, right? Where right. when they did reshoots, the the disparity was just just insane. Right. It was. I I, I forget what it was. I, I I think that was what it was. But yeah, that like that's different. That's something that yeah, that absolutely has to be fixed. But, right. Right. I think the the the, the I pulled up the example where where Lawrence was paid twenty million. He was paid twelve. Yeah, and that's you know. and again star power. Chris Pratt. But but again, this was this was Chris post- Pratt going into Jurassic World was one of the most sought actors on the planet. Yeah, well, so was he with Passengers too, because this was post Guardians, right? Uh was it shot? Ah, uh, yeah, it's true. When was it in production? I'm not sure. So I, I guess I just didn't like that they went after. You know, Chris Pratt just seems like such a down to earth guy. Like, and Bryce Howard was like what like wait a second like why are you guys dragging me into this like it's a great thing that cumberbatch is doing this right and i think more actors should right i think it's the right thing to do uh but don't be nasty because a movie for three or four years ago where someone made two million more than the other that just seems a little ridiculous yeah when we're talking on this kind of scale too we're talking the difference between we're not talking the difference between you know, two million, million and per something. diem. Yeah. We're we're talking the difference between you know fifteen and seventeen or something like that. Exactly. Yes. And it's and here's the thing too, I I don't. I will I will say this: if you are actors of equal standing, you should be paid equally. But Bingo. if you are somebody brand new, and you're thrown right. in to co-star with pick any big name actor here. The Rock. You sh- exactly. You are not going to make as much money as The Rock. Period. Exactly. End of story. And you shouldn't. He's, he's going to bring more pools. Just like wrestling. Exactly. Kind of. There's. Yeah, you, you know, you you have to evaluate who brings more to the table. And yeah. it, and, and and look, I have no problem with with sometimes women making more than men. At the mm-hmm. time, Passengers was more Jennifer Lawrence's vehicle than it was Chris Pratt's. Whatever. Yeah. You know, they placed a different value on it. Fine. Um, and, but... and I think Cumberpatch also is aware that this might actually make his cost go down a little bit just so his co-actor can get more money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. and I'm sure he's fully aware of that, that he might take a cut so that his co-act, so, so the co-actress or actor or whatnot, uh, makes the same amount of heat that he does. He's, he's um, Doctor Strange. His Marvel deal has him set for... Oh, dude, I'm He's sorry. Good. If you, even after taxes, if you star in one Marvel movie and you can't live the rest of your life on that, you suck. Like, just, Absolutely. I would, and Doctor Strange isn't going anywhere. He's people love him. Uh, I was shocked when how many people I've talked to when they walked out of Avengers. Me, my dude was Thor. Like the the moments Thor had, I loved. Uh, but a lot of my friends were like Doctor Strange. Like the stuff that he did in that film. Uh, just they loved how he played with the other characters. Yeah. Uh, so much more 
than he did with his solo film. And I hope that in the next Doctor Strange film, they team him up with somebody because he just plays so well with other characters. It's it's, it's Hulk all over again. Yes. It's the same absolutely. thing. Hulk in a standalone film, not so good. Hulk yeah. in the midst of a of a small team, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think Loki would be great in a Doctor Strange film. <laughs> That's I'll tell you what, man, that would that would be interesting. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, even, you know, and I like that I really like Wong as well. Like I now that they are friends and not just like because in the, in the first film, they were kind of at each other's throats for a little bit. But now they have that relationship. Where are we going? I'm, I'm, I'm rambling on. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I just wanted to point that. I thought it was really great that he's, he's, he's doing that. And that's the change that we need to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Where were we? Um, go ahead and take the next one. I need to take a drink here. Yeah. So they released the, uh, they released the trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody. Which is uh, Rami Malek starring as Freddie Mercury. Did you happen to see this? I did. I saw the trailer. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's a good trailer. It looks like it's going to be a fun film. Oh yeah. Wasn't a who was attached to this at first? Sasha like, Baron Cohen. That's right. That'd be an interesting to see him in it. He could. He could do it. No question. Like he does have the dramatic chops for it. Did he get kicked off because he was like too in character or whatever? No, it was uh there. It, there were some conflicting reports about about a handful of things and mm. and I think it it if I remember right and I maybe remember it's very wrong that it was it I think it actually wound up because of some of the conflicts it pushed production and it wound up being a scheduling issue oh I, th- that's I think he's like I haven't seen him in anything he was in uh he was in that one really horrible comedy last year that I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Yeah, I remember him being in one where he played, like, he was just a weird character, and I was like, I have no interest in that. Like, it was him and his brother. Yeah. That was, like, years ago. Was it Grimsby? Was it Brothers Grimsby or something, wasn't that? Yeah, something like that, and it was years ago. Yeah. What he needs to do is disappear, and then just do a random character, and no one knows it's him. Because that's where he gets his... Yeah, just go back to, go back to Dolly G. Yeah, Yeah, just create a new character. That kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know, but um, let's see here. We got some Zombieland Two news. Yeah, uh, uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who who wrote the original and have done and have done a good bit since then. Um, they kind of came out. It was really great the announcement. They're like, yeah, we're coming up on the tenth anniversary, and uh, we forget what you're supposed to get people for the tenth anniversary. So how about a sequel? Oh my and, god, uh, it's been ten years. It's been ten years. Two thousand nine. Because uh, oh, they're they they want to get the original cast together. They want to start shooting next year and have it out by October. Good lord, it's been ten years since two thousand nine. Oh my god, I feel so old. I was gonna say that doesn't make you feel old. I don't know what. Dude, with. it feels like it came out three or four years ago. Yeah, it doesn't seem like an old reference when when you know when you talk about like about Bill Murray's just fantastic line. Any regrets? Oh, Garfield. <laughs> right. <laughs> that used to be a timely reference. You're right. Oh my god. I wonder if it's going to be 10 years later in the zombie land. I don't know. Or are they going to do an Incredibles 2 where it's like the next day? <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh man. Um 
We got Spamlot. What's this? Movie adaptation of Broadway show being developed at Fox? Yeah, Spamalot was a Broadway spinoff from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, okay. And uh, and so they did it on Broadway, and it's been on Broadway for a while. And uh, and so now they're going to do, you know, like they've done with Chicago and they've done with all kinds of others. They're like, we're going to do a movie version of this. Okay, okay. cool. Do your thing. Like, huh. Okay. Um, we got some Bill and Ted Face the Music, third film officially confirmed. Yes, 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 yes. Dean Dean Parasad, who directed Galaxy Quest, which is a fantastic choice for this, uh, is going to be directing a script from Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, who wrote, uh, who created Bill and Ted. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm I'm, I'm in, uh, and they and and Bill and Bill and Ted are both back. Um, so they. I feel like such a new. I remember reading this. Uh, the other day, the headline. For some reason, I thought they were making a musical. It well, you know, I mean, you remember like the whole, the premise, the like conceit that they kind of throw in during the first movie, and I think it was just kind of thrown in as a joke, but it's kind of become this running gag that now they have to own up to, is that the Wild Stallions music brings about world peace, and like that's <laughs> that's what everything in the future was based on was their was like their music and everything. Oh wow! And yeah, was, I, I I don't remember the plot of those movies. I just remember they went in through time. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's not it's it's one of those things that like it's just kind of thrown in. It seems like as a as a way of it's it's just such a side note to everything. It's like oh, and by the way, you know, in the future, your music is the greatest thing that's ever happened to humanity ever. And it's like oh wow, and it, and that's exactly the reaction. It's like whoa. <laughs> And then that's pretty much the end of that plot thread. And apparently the third movie is going to make them own up to that because they still haven't made the world-saving music yet. So <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. That's cool. It is cool. You know, be good to... Because, I mean, Keanu, you know, Keanu's doing all kinds of stuff, but uh, it, yeah. it, it'll, be good, it'll be good to see the other guy doing something again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of a renaissance for him right now, right? Keanu Reeves? Yeah, we're having kind of a K-renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're getting a G.I. Joe spinoff film about Snake Eyes. Yeah, they've been clamoring for this for a while, really. Okay. Um, so You know what I was thinking? Wait, no, is Hasbro G.I. Joe? Yes. And now it's Power Rangers. Yes. So we could totally get a Power Rangers G.I. Joe movie. Yes. Power Rangers G.I. Joe Transformers? Don't even start with me, man. <laughs> Don't even start with me. We have to save the world so the Joes lead Optimus Prime and the Megazord to... Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I'm i with you. I think that sucks. I don't want them mixed up with the Transformers. But on the other hand, them being owned by Hasbro probably gives it more of a chance to be put in the theater again Agreed. Uh, because uh, now yes. they have money to do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree to that. Yeah. And if, if, if I could totally see them doing a whole universe thing with transformers, GI Joe and power Rangers, well, even though I don't like the idea of them mixing up with the transformers. Um, I'm just saying I could see that totally happening. Well, cause I mean, Hasbro's building their universe. That's true. Cause they've been working oh, man, on We it. talked about that earlier. They're, yeah, that's gonna be in there, <laughs> and and now uh, I mean, cause you know they've got, oh god, it's just you know, 
It'll be a spit like they'll bring that in through mask or something. Like, oh, and the, by the way, we found this. We, you know, we we found like one of these weird ass teenagers. <laughs> man, the <sighs> the idea of a good Transformers Power Rangers crossover blows my little kid mind. Here's um, here's the thing. This is every like eight year old's dream. Like every right. every five to eight year old wants to see all of their toys in a movie. Yes. And that's essentially what this is. And that's fine, but that's not, you know, if you if you cornered the market on 5 to 10-year-olds, you're not going to make 200 million dollars like you would have to in order to make sure that these movies made money. Right, right, right. Man, hmm. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting going forward. Yeah. Uh, but Snake Eyes, I could totally see him having a solo film. Um, one bit of bad news. Oh, is that they want to make a Monster Hunter movie? Paul um, W. S. Anderson film adaptation of the video game began shooting in September. Yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Oh boy, because the Resident Evil movies turned out so well. Yeah, that sucks. Paul Paul had some great credits to his name. I mean, for God's sake, he did Event Horizon, and. And uh, look what's happened. He did Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, the first... Look, say what you want. The first Mortal Kombat was fun as hell. It still holds up. It does. It's <laughs> Yes, it's goofy and it's silly, but it owns it. Like, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't run from it. It embraces it. And that's what works for it. And Event right. Horizon is creepy. Event Horizon yeah. is a damn good movie. But, I mean... Resident Evil has just destroyed all that. Like, because mm-hmm. the first here's the thing: the first one was a fun little sci-fi original movie. Right. The every single one of them after that has been trash. They've sucked. Mm-hmm. They have just genuinely sucked. Some of them a lot worse than others. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know. At least under, I, I don't know, because they're still making underworld movies, so that comparison doesn't hold up never mind right let's right. say at least underworld knew when to quit no they just took a really long hiatus and then they made another sequel so. yeah I... his wife's going to be in the movie right yeah she's starring in it okay okay that's what i figured all uh, right just I, I i'm just i'm not li- like i don't i don't want this i don't no. want a live action monster hunter movie it's not built for live action man no. Give me something. Give me if if you have to do this. If you absolutely have to do this, find a way to make a TV show out of it. Right. Oh yeah. Well, it'd be too expensive though. I, yeah, I know. But like, then just don't. No, I agree. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, <laughs> something. I mean, bad. the story of Monster Hunter is fucking dumb as shit. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Well, and here's the thing: they've already announced that like it's gonna have a sixty million dollar budget, and I'm thinking, okay, so <laughs> once you've once you've paid for the director, the star, Jeez. and like a third of the CG, you're out of money. It's gonna be completely at night. There'll be one monster, <laughs> and there'll just be one monster they're hunting the entire film. You know uh, and what? they won't see the full thing until the end. You know what? You joke. That might not be the worst way to do this. No, I, I, that's exactly how I would do it. <laughs> that's a, that's how you would have to do it with that kind of budget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> oh, boy. All oh, right. Well. well, let's move on to TV news. Yes, and um, some happy news. I'm, yes. These, these were all very good things. 
Yeah, you go you go ahead and take it off then. Yeah, DC finally announced uh, some details about their streaming service. It's going to be called DC Universe. Yes. Which, duh. As soon as they said that, I was like, of course, because it's all DC properties, so yes. why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the stuff that they've announced, um, the, the things that we knew about, Titans, uh, the third season of Young Justice, Outsiders, uh, and the, the uh, R-rated Harley Quinn animated show, which I think is a nice choice, and since cool. it's their own subscription service, they can do whatever the hell they want, so good for them. Yeah. Uh, we knew those three. Um, mm-hmm. And then we learned that James Wan, speaking of Aquaman, mm-hmm. is developing a Swamp Thing series. Sweet. To be written by, and I like this, Mark Verheiden from Battlestar Galactica and yes. Gary Dauberman, who who worked on It. <clears throat> Pretty big talent. I yes, and I like I like that talent. I like those choices. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, and that's going to be 2019. Presumably, the service is going to launch in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Greg Berlanti and Jeff Johns are teaming up to do a live-action Doom Patrol series. I'm excited for that. And especially since they've got Jane in this, it seems like they're going to be pulling some of the aesthetic and some of the 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 aura from from Morrison's run, which yes. was which was the Doom Patrol run. And it's yes. bizarre and it's weird and it's phenom. It's it is it is tremendous Grant Morrison work. Yes, it's just phenomenal um and interestingly it's going to be a spin-off from titans oh really oh well, i could see that happening they're they're going to be like the one little plot detail that they that they talked about was they're brought together by cyborg oh okay they're gonna be in they're gonna be a spin-off specifically from episode five of titans that makes sense so they're gonna be introduced and then they'll have their own series sweet but that totally I, makes sense. I think this is a great, you know, the slate that we're going to have is Titans, Young Justice, animated Harley Quinn, mature animated Harley Quinn, live mm-hmm. action Swamp Thing, and live action Doom Patrol. That's bold. Yeah. Those are good choices. I like those choices. I agree. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, I am too. As You know, seeing the launch slate of, of what we knew, I was like, well, okay, that doesn't seem like a lot. And they're like, oh, and we're going to do Owen oh, uh, James Wan, who, let's not forget, had started in horror. Mm-hmm. And and some of his better work, in my opinion, has been in horror. Oh, is yeah. It's going to do Swamp Thing. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope take... they get into the red and all that other cool I, they're, stuff. They're gonna mm-hmm. have. They're gonna have to do the red and the green. Or the green, yeah. Well, because if they do, and especially because if they do the green, they're gonna have to bring mm-hmm. up the red, and that's gonna lead to Animal uh, Man. Animal Man, yes. It's I'm, I. It, we're gonna have. The, we're gonna have <laughs> a weird DC universe on this app, and I absolutely love it because Animal Man would be perfect mixing it up with Doom Patrol too. And here is where the thing that I love about this and seeing that this slate has the weirder stuff. We know what we're going to have on, you know, we know what we have on CW. We have the, we have the, the grounded ish heroes. I say a little tongue in cheek because of some of the stuff, especially on the flash. Um, I mean, we have kind of like the big people on cw right well i mean here's the way that here's the way that i look at this the giant names are are on are in the films batman superman etc those are your movie heroes they're just gonna be deal with it the the and i and i don't say this derogatorily the slightly lower tier the the street level 
That's the word right. I was looking for. These street-level heroes tend to be more CW, you know, uh, the, the, the Legion of Tomorrow notwithstanding. Um, Legends, of, Legends Tomorrow. of Tomorrow. Man, you need to catch up with that show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Excuse me, Legends of Tomorrow notwithstanding. But again, they're more real. They're more They're more the people heroes. Arrow, Black Lightning, The Flash, these are all, like, the more... Like, these are some of the more grounded stories, even the ones that get wild and weird and way out there. Right. It's still more kind of about the personal side of things. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. DC, yeah. DC Universe is going to be the out there stuff. It's going to be Swamp oh, yeah. Thing. It's going to be Doom Patrol. And the reason that I'm very excited about this, not just for Swamp Thing, and it's going to eventually lead to Animal Man... And we're going to have Doom Patrol is because here is where you get Justice League Dark. Here is yeah. where you get this. And I cannot wait. I want like everything they did in Arrow with magic. I was like, they're teasing me. They're teasing me. And I know they're going to have Constantine on Legends. And I think that Constantine mm-hmm. is going to wind up coming to DC Universe. Yeah. And I think they are going to start. I think they are going to start over with Constantine and start building. Well, no, Constantine is going to be in Legends of Tomorrow. Right, I know, but I think that after you know, he's not going to be there for the entire run of the show. Right. Usually, what they do is they swap him out every season. Exactly. The, the three will stay, a couple will go. But yeah, no, I agree, man. The, the the DC Universe app or whatnot is basically their Vertigo or exactly. like their yes. yes. They're young animal now, you know, which I think uh, Doom Patrol is actually under young animal right now. It's yeah. it's their it's their little bit more mature, um, out there characters, yeah. um, and it's you know the, the yeah I, I just can't wait because Doom Patrol. See, I'm not that big in I don't know that much about them. What I've read, just barely little of them. I enjoyed. It felt like reading the X Men on acid. It, yeah, basically. And they it, interestingly, they came out before the X-Men did. Right, 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 right. I love that. And so I, I love that. I think that's awesome. Um, they're just like misfits, you know. They're not like – they're not Superman and Batman. They're like, hey, we have these weird powers and we don't look like them, you know. And I thought that was really cool. So I'm yeah. Yeah. totally excited for this. Abs- I've been reading comics more than ever right now. Nice. And- Definitely grab – uh, grab Morrison's run of Doom Patrol. That's, See, I didn't, I didn't get Morrison's run. I, I'll do that for yeah, sure. That's um, because I, that's... I grabbed like volume six of uh, of it's basically their new the start of their new run. Yeah. Uh, but because because Mo- Morrison's was back in the day, and it's and it's Morrison, and it's mm-hmm. these characters, and these characters lend themselves to weird and bizarre. So it's no. You know, he doesn't. He didn't have to try to find a way to make things weird. It was already there to begin with, so you can imagine the thing, the places he went, and it's 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 magic. It's it's so good. This was the height of of this team, no no doubt. Um, oh, okay. And they, you know, they've tried to rekindle some of that magic since then, and it's never really come back to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's yeah. That's a that's a run that you definitely need to read because it's it is X Men on Acid is a good way to put it. Um, yeah, but it's it's just oh it's so good and it's so bizarre. Oh yeah, it's I mean you know it's it's Morrison. What else can you say? <laughs> oh yeah, you know he's doing Green Lantern. Oh, I don't think I have the I, I don't think I have the imagination for that. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about it next week because I don't have the articles in front of me. But basically, DC 
is you know how they did rebirth right right and it's not an imprint but it's like here's a fresh start but it's not really fresh but you know what i mean it's like here is a line marvel's doing it like within a month or so right now where in about a month you're going to be able to pick up any marvel book right at the beginning of all the runs they essentially swatch just they mix up all the artists and and writers and they have fresh new starts right okay marvel is doing that now pretty much um and dc is gearing up to do that as well and one of the dc books is grant morrison doing green lantern and they haven't said who or uh, they haven't said who he's writing so i don't know if it's going to be kyle or how or who but um i thought that was i love grant morrison stuff and uh i'm interested in seeing him do the 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 universe stuff with the green lantern so i don't know um i'm excited for that um, yeah, that's that's gonna go to some weird, weird places. Yes, absolutely. Have you been reading any Batman or anything like that? Or reading any comics or comics recently? I have. I have been reading one comic, and uh, it's it's interesting because in two weeks, I will be going to the the uh, the comic store down here. It's what's it R R and B comics and games, and because I've staggered it, I've staggered it so that. I, I I will be caught up when I go, essentially. But I'm but but I'm saving that until that week because on the thirtieth is Amazing Spider-Man number eight hundred. Oh, okay. And with that, I will be caught up. I oh, will okay. I will have finished this Odyssey that I started at the beginning of last year. Oh wow! I will finally be done. I am I am buried in the middle of 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 slots last run on this right yeah. now so i'm 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 pacing myself just to to make mm-hmm. sure that i catch up at that time i don't want to rush ahead too far is dan slot gonna be there no oh no. Okay. it's just i just i want it you know yeah. i actually want a physical copy of this it's 800 man it's mm-hmm. amazing spider-man 800 that's a big deal that is a big deal. And, and to wrap huge. up, do, do you know what's going on in the story right now with Spider-Man? I don't. Okay. Um, oh, no, I do. Uh, the, the, the Norman Osborn is the uh, Red Goblin because Carnage has taken him over. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. That, mm-hmm. is, a, that is a truly manically insane idea. So of course, you know, no, it's... Norman Osborn has always been odd to me. You're you're the Spider Man guy, so yes. I'm not trying to step on any toes here. No, no, go but for it. he's always been on the edge of being like as big as Doctor Doom, you know, as big as these other Magneto. Um, he never like he only kind of got there when they did the whole siege thing or whatever. Yeah, when he when he ran Hammer. Like he's always almost there, and then it just like something falls out. Exactly because of his own madness. It's the it's the oh. goblin serum part of him, and it's and it's designed that way. Gotcha. It's it's the whole point. Like that, it his greatest, what he believes is his greatest asset, and mm. when when Superior Spider Man, when Ox Spider Man, blocked, you know, basically flooded his system with nanobots. Right. To block him from the goblin serum. He went nuts because mm-hmm. he kept thinking, you know, that's the greatest part of myself. Right. And inevitably, that's usually the part that winds up being his undoing. Oh, totally. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I need I need to I need to catch up with that. I want to jump in somewhere for the last bit of his run because uh, that's going to be bittersweet, man. He's moving on to do Fantastic Four and Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. He's actually ending with eight hundred one. Eight hundred is going to wrap up the uh, uh, threat level red saga that he's doing. At that point, he's going to beat Bendis's record, right? Yes. Because Bendis did. His longest thing was the Avengers, or was it Ultimate Spider-Man? I think it was Ultimate Spider-Man, and that was 160. Okay. Yes, 160. So I think yeah, I think Slot will beat that. Uh, I can't remember when he came on because it's been 10 years. Because he came on during Brand New Day, and that's right. He came on right after they took away his wife. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> I really love that he kind of hints at that throughout yeah. his entire run. These last 10 years, they have hinted. At that, and now I have not read, like I have not read "Renew Your Vows." Fixes it. I I don't know. I I don't know. There has been, there has been more Mary Jane, in the last year or two worth of comics yeah. than there has been in Spider Man for a while. I fell off when he was like he ran his own company. I think yeah. he was like helping fund the Avengers, and uh, it was right around the time where like Evil Cap got just you know uh, secret taken care of and then like the real steve rogers came back and that's kind of where i fell off with comics yeah that's Um, that's fair because that was a not great it was not a great time especially for marvel but now that i've come back um i you know i heard like okay what's been good and like the one thing i read that blew me away was vision yeah yeah tom king's vision Oh my God. I hope you read it and whatever you do, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But he knows how to write relationships. He knows how to, and you can see this in the Batman with Selena. You can see this in Mr. Miracle. Um, it's almost like everything else doesn't matter in those books. Everything else is just noise, especially with vision. It's all about him and his wife and trying to figure out what normal means. And, just these little moments and like him and his dog. Cause like essentially with vision, this is no spoiler. He makes his own family. He, he creates a son, a wife and a daughter and he gives them all, you know, life essentially their own AI, just like him. Yeah. And it, it, they, they try to come to terms with being normal and what normal is and, and, and what humanity is and what it's just, Oh, and then of course everything goes wrong. As it does, you know, well, yeah, in, in relationship or whatever. It's just everything falls apart. And it's just the way, oh, it's so heartbreaking. And, and, and the vision coming to terms and like there's little, there's little, there's the little things he does where, and this isn't a spoiler, where the vision, you see moments of him with the Scarlet Witch and joking and stuff like that. And then you see them tell the same joke to his wife and it doesn't land and it does it's just the way he does he writes that kind of stuff it's it's tom king no one on the planet right now is writing better comics than him in my opinion um and it just shows so well in the vision and then it you know and and that was the thing is last year marvel got so much shit about all the mistakes they were making There, there was that one guy who was 
got they just made the new editor in chief and he was pretending to be Japanese a few years back or whatever. Yeah, like there were so it. many crazy bad things. Yeah. There was a guy who who drew in the X Men comic, X Men like six hundred or whatever, but he put like the political stuff in it or whatever. Remember that? The religious political stuff he put in the book? Yeah. And there was all these, like, really fucking just dumb things that happened to Marvel. But uh, the Visions, or, yeah, or the Vision um, was one of the things that when I was going back, like, okay, what what can I read in the last few years? And and it, 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 man, they, it was so good. They totally screwed the pooch by letting DC uh, get exclusive uh, with with Tom King because, man, he's writing some good books. But anyway. Well, you know, I mean, they, you know, they snagged Bendis, too. I they mean, snagged Bendis, you know? yeah, man, they just cleaned house with Marvel. Yeah, um, and that's, man, that's And I, I think that's why, I, 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 I can, maybe Bendis wanted to be the editor. Maybe he wanted that position, and they were like, no, we're going to give it to this guy, and then I, you saw it happen. Yeah, and I, I, that's, I never thought about that, but I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he probably was wanting that position, and they didn't give it to him. I'm, I don't know. I'm just assuming here. I don't know anything, you know. But, um, you know, maybe he thought he would get a better deal over at uh, at DC. You know, you see people like Jim Lee and how high he's up yeah. in the company. Um, you know, and I don't know, man. DC's just been knocking it out. And then, of course, that's the one thing from Marvel that I picked up. Everything else from DC, like, it's just – firing on all cylinders um another good book actually that's really good is and this completely took me out of left field uh one of my buddies recommended it was marvel's two in one okay what is and, that and i thought well marvel's two one i would never pick that up that's that's that sounds to me like it's a uh two comics put together or it's two characters shoved together and, and like they have an experience uh, all it really is honestly is the fantastic four book without uh that's right. Sue and, and, and Franklin. Yeah. Or yeah. Fr- yeah. Without the, you know, without them, it's basically Johnny and it's uh, Ben. And uh, I've read a few issues of it. There's like five or six. I've read two. And essentially the story is, is that um, Ben's doing his own thing. Johnny's trying to deal with, with the death of them or not death, but like where they are yeah. um, after everything that's happened. And, and uh, Ben Grimm, uh, Doctor Doom, Ben Grimm's like sitting in like his uh, his um, storage unit, basically that Spider Man bought him to put all the stuff in, because now Spider Man owns that building. Yeah. Um, and he's sitting there, he's reading the newspaper, and suddenly Doom shows up. He just appears, and of course he's like Iron Man at this point. He's like the uh, in- Invincible, which is another good book. That's that's a good one. So anyway, he shows up, and he's like, "Hey, Ben." Um, I took this <laughs> from 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 the tower, and I, I can't open it up, and it was basically meant just for you. Uh, f- you know, Reed made it that way, and of course Ben's upset. He's like, "Wow, why are you trying to steal from me?" And he's like, "Hey, I'm giving it back. <laughs> like, this is for you." Uh, and of course, Doctor Doom, he has his own little like he's paying attention to the whole thing. So anyway, he leaves, and basically Franklin um, tells him. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Reed, not Franklin. Reed tells him in this message, hey, if you're hearing this, then that means only you and Johnny are left. And I, I've made a bunch of different messages for different scenarios, but this is the one that's, that is, is the case. And, and, and what you need to do is you need to still explore. 
and you need to figure out how to get Johnny to go with you to explore. And I know where you can go. Go to this place, and it's it's the center for the multiverse and blah, 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 blah. So basically he tells Johnny um, – he lies to Johnny. He says, hey, I think they're still alive. Come with me to try to save them. And then, then they kind of start their journey. So that's kind of the, the, the idea of the book okay. is that they are going to go explore. They – you know, uh, Ben – has lied to Johnny about the reasons why, but it still gets them out of the house and it gets them on an adventure. And it's really freaking good. Nice. Yeah. I just, the way they titled it, Marvel two and one, that's, I'm going to pass on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a great title. It's not a great title. And I imagine by the end of it, it leads into whatever's happening with, uh, with them coming back with Dan slot, which would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to read his fantastic four run because with everything, just everything he's done on Spider-Man has just been so good. And especially the way he handled Spider-Verse. I mean, come on, there has not been a standalone, like within its own comic series that I've read. That's been that good. in I don't remember the last one before that. Yeah, but like you know, he's done a great job, and the man knows New York City. His Instagram is just full of him walking around the city and yeah. coming up with ideas and stuff. And I think that's neat. Yeah, so his, yeah, his Fantastic Four is going to be really good. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited to see what comes out of Marvel soon. Um, and I honestly, I mean, this just means that they lost some heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, it just means we're going to get new young people hungry and with with interesting stories, hopefully. Um, and that's how we got Tom King. You know, Tom King was. He wasn't anybody a few years ago, and now people are like, "Like, dude can write." You know what I mean? So, um, and, uh, another fun fact about him: did you did you know that he was CIA? No, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was talking to Aaron from a comic shop, and he was like, "Yeah, he's he's ex CIA. Like, he he had a book. Um, uh, I it's it's not in front of me right now." Um, uh, I think it's, um, something of Baghdad. Um, uh, wasn't, but he had to get, he had to get approval. Uh, let's see here. I'm sorry. Um, he had to get approval from the government before the sheriff of Babylon. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and it was a independent comic that he did and, uh, he had to get, uh, he had to run it by the government, basically, to make sure that there was nothing in there that could have been, you know, compromising, I guess, for the military. And then he did Nightwing, and Nightwing was a secret agent. You know, he oh, was, was more that like when, that. Was when uh, he was Grayson, wasn't Grayson? It? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he wrote that, and so that was the other thing. DC had to run that again through certain channels <laughs> to make sure everything was okay, just because of his ties. Sure. But it it worked so well with the book because it was like, of course that would happen. Um, of course they'd have to do this or do that in the book to make sure you know, like he he already knew that kind of stuff. So um, it's funny because I've gone back and listened to some podcasts with um with Snyder. And he's, and I remember him talking about this guy, Tom King, and he's like, he's going to be the best. He's good. He's, he's, you know, and then of course he took over, he took Batman over from him or whatever. So I don't know. DC is, is just, they're, they're going on all cylinders right now. And I'm super excited to see what's coming forward with them too. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, where were we? We, okay. We were talking about TV. So star Wars, um, uh, Favreau's series is going to take place seven years after return of the Jedi and will feature new characters. 
Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be closer to the original trilogy side of the the timeline. You know, oh, we've got we've got a handful of things that are like, oh, it's set in between or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. this is more like, well, it's set a little bit after, more or less. Yeah, I mean, this is exciting. Like, I'm, dude, to get a television show with old school troopers, and you know, the ones that we remember seeing as kids and stuff like that, uh, and that time frame. Pff, you kidding me? Well, because that's and that's the fun thing. Like, this isn't going to be like the rise of the first order because no. they're still going to be organizing. Like, they're it's, still going to be organizing. They're yeah. still they, putting together. Like, they're still the remnants of the empire at this point. Like, it's yes. not. You know, we we don't have. You know, this is going to be. I, I I don't know what exactly, but the universe is going to have a a spark of life and a thrill where they're like. And the, the the thrill of the unknown of what's coming up. Yes. Yeah. It's it's good. It, you know. It, man, this is gonna be interesting. I'm 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 fucking excited. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's cool. That'll be probably in a few years, I imagine. Whenever they uh they do that app, they'll probably release with it or a year within a year. I it'll, imagine it'll probably be the second year of the app. I imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Luke Cage season two trailer was released. What'd you think of it? I, I, you know, I'm kind of excited for it. Cause I think they learned from, from some of the missteps in the first season and, and, and they've learned, I think they, they learned from iron fist too, that people are more interested in, in like, here's how this character interacts with the stuff he's supposed to interact with. Right. I think they really took the idea of like Danny Rand businessman just didn't work. No, and, it didn't work at all. And nobody wanted that. So the idea mm-hmm. of of the idea of Luke Cage being anything you know, anything more than just, you know, Harlem enforcer was probably not going to be a great idea. No. You know, Luke Luke is a, is one of these street level heroes. He has his neighborhood at that he's taking care of and these problems mm-hmm. he's got to deal with and it shouldn't go bigger than that. And I think that's great. I think if that's where they're going to keep this contained to, it's going to be a really nice, tight, solid, interesting season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. Um, what we do in the shadows. Um, FX gives series an order uh, half of the half-hour comedy series. Yeah, there, yeah there was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, Evidently so going to be set in New York, apparently. Okay. That, you know... I hope they're still the New Zealand people, though. I hope it's still. I don't know. No, it's a whole new. Oh, I yeah. kind of like that. I, I did too, because it wasn't the same. Because we're used to this kind of thing now, you know. Yeah. It's it's just gonna be like if Blade was a comedy. No, kind see, of... I don't want that. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Yeah. I I I don't know if 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 Taika's still got this by the hand, then then I'm I'm gonna be okay with it because it's still gonna be great. But, I want like New Zealand vampires in New York because then that would that would be funny. I, I, well, you know, I mean, God knows how old these guys are. They're probably going to be like Victorian era or something. Still trying to. I, but I'm with you. Like I still I get the idea yeah. of like they just don't get modern culture kind of deal. Yes. Like I yeah. I if if they keep that aesthetic, then yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the Sabrina Netflix series officially titled "Chilling Adventures of Sabrina." Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, I, I'm looking forward to this. Oh yeah, and uh, Del Toro. What, so he's he buys horror anthology 
uh, series, uh, Gontero. How do you pronounce the first name? I always butcher Netflix, it. Netflix Netflix uh, bought the rights to his anthology series. Uh, it's called Guillermo del Toro Presents Ten After Midnight. Ten After Midnight. Where have, I thought I've heard of that before. I I I don't know. I think it's the first time I've heard of it. Hmm. What am I thinking? Oops, I accidentally deleted it. Did not mean to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the Goldbergs. You take this because this is great. Yeah, uh, Rick Moranis is in 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 a voiceover is reprising his role of Dark Helmet, <laughs> and I That's thought that great. was tremendous. And oh. we got news a couple days after that because uh, you know uh, was it Scorsese is doing an SCTV reunion special for Netflix, mm-hmm. and they're all like, "Well, is Rick Moranis going to be there?" And everybody kind of went, "He's like he hasn't done any acting in." forever you know he retired he's doing his own thing it's whatever and they're like oh that's kind of a bummer but everybody else is gonna be there right yeah everybody else could be there we found out that rick will indeed be joining the sctv reunion there you so go he, I mean, he must be buying a new house or something I've, or he's got know, a kid going through college or I, I think he got i think he got a little bit of the bug because there was a there was a private sctv reunion what a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Where it was for charity. It was a charity deal. Right. And and he showed up and 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 did some stuff with them, and I think it kind of gave him the bug. Yeah. I think it kind of reminded him, oh, here's why I used to do this because it was fun as hell. Yeah. And I and I think that kind of cracked because I mean when when Rick retired, he was just kind of like, I'm I'm done. I'm yeah. good. I don't need this anymore. I'm out. Oh, yeah. um, and I think that now he's he's gotten to to a place where he's a little less it, he's not quite as as hostile towards towards acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, you know, he's not a shut in or anything. He's doing his own thing. He's staying plenty active. He's just he hasn't acted. He's had no no real right. want to do it. Yeah. Uh, but I think that ice is kind of thawing a little is what's going yeah. on. So it's. It's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm curious to see if he comes back to anything else other than this. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters four. <laughs> Man, don't even like don't don't joke. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, let's jump into some video game news. Um, Nintendo Switch. Uh, online details were announced. Launching in September, 20 NES games at launch, cloud saves, smartphone app, plans from $3.99 a month, $7.99 for three months, $19.99 for 12 months, family plan for $34.99 for 12 months, allows for one account holder plus seven other members to share access. Yeah, it's a hell of a thing, you know? You think about it, less than the, what, about the price of a month of anybody else? You get it for the year, yeah. You know, or two or two months, because what Xbox Live is ten bucks a month, and what's PlayStation Plus? Um, PlayStation Plus is uh, it's the same price. I think it's like sixty bucks yeah. for a year. Yeah. So yeah. for for twenty a year, you get you get the Nintendo Online, and I right. think it's also because they don't offer, you know, they don't offer oh. as much. So they I, they priced it smart. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're man. Nintendo's online is kind of a disaster. Like that, whole, the, being able to talk to somebody through that app, through having to plug things in, 
just a total disaster. I think the people are going to get this so that they can play Splatoon online. They can play Mario Kart online. They can play Pokemon online that's coming out. <clears throat> I think people are going to get this because the cloud saves. People are going to get this. The $20 or I'm sorry, the 20 NES games plus more games coming out. Totally worth it for all of those things. Um, the last thing that is the big problem, I think, is that whole app and being able to talk to people. That's going to be a disaster. Um, I think people are just going to honestly do Discord from their phones. Yeah, more than likely. It's just so much easier. It's like, okay, hop in the Discord chat. Let's let's hang out. Um, uh, it's just such a nightmare the, the other way they did it. Unless they fix it. Unless they're like, hey, you know what? Instead of it making stupid, let's, <laughs> let's just make it so you can plug in your headphones and talk to people. Um, but who knows? Um, but yeah, man, $20 a year? Are you kidding me? That's... <laughs> That's that's nothing. Yeah. Uh, that that's perfect. Um, for this kind of platform, and I hope we get more. The, the only problem I, I see is for twenty dollars a year. What kind of games are we really going to be getting each month? The the, um, any, the NES games. The NES games, and I, that's that's not the sweet spot. The sweet spot is the SNES games. Um, well, to me, at least, that, you know, that's what I want to see. I want to see Super Mario World. I want to see Donkey Kong Country. Um, maybe some like game, maybe some like Pokemon and stuff like that from the Game Boy. Um, which, interesting enough, have you seen all the crazy Pokemon news? I I haven't. Uh, just I think just because we're running up so close to E3, I'm kind of tuning out like rumors because there are you know 12 billion of them out there. <laughs> It's rumor crazy and Game Freak just went bananas. With oh, yeah. It. Oh, hold on. Sorry. My, uh, ah, you got the alarm thing. going off. Ah. My alarm's going off. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Game Freak didn't help things by tweeting um, uh, Pikachu and Eevee and the same Pokeball of the leaked image of uh, Pokemon. Um, let me get the exact title up in front of me. Uh, let me get the, all that up. Um, I'll get the entire thing in front of me. Um, of course, it's not listed out nice and perfectly. Okay, so here it is. Um, the leak of the game is called two different versions, uh, Pikachu and Eevee. So it's uh, called Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Oh, no, we did a Let's No, this is like Hey You Pikachu all over again. No, this is apparently the sequel to Pokemon Yellow. You have my attention. Yes. So you know how you got Pikachu and your rival got Eevee? That's what this is going to be. Okay. Rumor has it um, uh, that it is it is going to look a lot more like the 3DS version of Pokemon. Don't expect Breath of the Wild with this, which I'm okay. Pokemon's never been about, like, No, it's not a graphics. graphics and, exactly. Right. Like, no. Right. And this is not... This is not the pokemon 8 you know what i mean this is going to be the one in between right so this is t so people can have a pokemon game this year and then maybe a year or two later we get like a new mainstream totally its own thing right this also i imagine will probably have a lot more of the gen 1 2 and 3 pokemon uh than the later ones who knows that's th none of that was rumored i'm just me guessing but anyway it's called uh uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Um, Red and Blue will play a role in the story, and your rival are new trainers. Um, uh, f uh, following Pokemon Return, 
HMs will still uh, still replaced with uh, Pokey Ride from Aloha. Um, online has a hub for players. Um, Pokemon Go integration, which could mean a number of things. Oh, I imagine it will be like how your Poke Walker was for Soul Silver. Yeah, totally not needed. Yeah, don't need to do it. But it's like, hey, here's this cool integration thing where if you connect it to your account, you can take your Pokemon with you and walk them, and you get special stuff. Sure, you know that, that'll be yeah, that'll be great for like berries and that kind of stuff. Yes, they also said they like the idea of of having a little game to catch the Pokemon. Again, rumors, not not anything set in stone, but that's that's the idea of the let's go. You know how in Pokemon Go you flick the ball? Yeah. They, they, they Something like that. Um, uh, let's see here. Rewards in game for Go. There's apparently just, yeah, rewards in the game and in Go for linking the two together. Um, new accessory can be used with both Go and the game. And then it says announcement soon this month and it'll be releasing this year interesting so uh, I, me like everyone else the the go stuff not a fan of um but if it's just this extra thing that you can do and it's fun or whatever okay whatever um but i can't imagine they would because i don't think they're going to make a game that you can dock and play on a tv required for you to use your phone they're not going to put out a game where they're like you have to have a smartphone Right. No, that would yeah. be insane. It's all going to be extra stuff to where, like, if you connect them, you get a bonus uh, rare candy or, you know, whatever. Or you you can take your Pokemon with you on your phone to go. Right. Um, that's what I think it will be. And, and that's cool. That's awesome integration. That makes perfect sense, actually, you know, um, to kind of integrate the two things. Um, but, like, yeah, like, artwork was released with it and all this stuff leaked and... You know, uh, Game Freak did not help by putting out the the picture of those two characters and like Pokemon or Pikachu had a Luigi hat on and uh, I don't know. It just it was and and the ball was in the exact same shape as the as the official logo, um, the same um, position and stuff like that. So expect that actually within the next two weeks. That's what the leaker uh, is saying. So interesting. That's awesome. So, so that's yes. going to preempt E3 by what a solid week and a half at least. Yes, and apparently it always does with Pokemon. They've always got ahead. They've either gotten ahead of E3 or they announced something in November. That's right, because Pokemon is always its own direct its own thing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, they're going to get out of the way of E3 so it can be its own exciting thing. Yeah, um, which makes sense. Hell yeah! So if we're getting a Pokemon game in November. You need to own a Switch, people. That's Mario, Zelda, Sonic, Pokemon, all, and we're gonna have a, a, a Smash Brothers within two years' time. Get, get out of town, Kirby. Yeah. You know, it, now Donkey Kong Country, which I'm I'm actually gonna be getting this week. Uh, nice. Money's been tight, but I want to play that Donkey Kong Country freeze. <laughs> I never played. it. Have you ever played it? I know it was on the Wii U. No, I never played it. I love Donkey Kong. It's so good. <laughs> Um, but anyway, where were we? Um, you're going to pick up Star Fox Grand Prix, which apparently they're working on. No, 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 no. Uh, but, but it's a bizarre, like, it's Retro Studios. I mean, they did the Prime, they did the Metroid Prime trilogy. And now they're reportedly doing a Star Fox racing game? 
Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, Star Fox never... I liked Star Fox on the 64 because I used to put on, like, Legan Park. Like, of course I did because it was the 90s or whatever. Yeah. Or early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. And uh, just play the hell out of out of that and listen to hyper theory like a little stupid kid <laughs> but um but but after that i don't know they didn't do anything really the last one just didn't look that good to me no no Star Fox fell off after 64 it did they, it, it they just need did. to make it more like exciting like there's there's so much you could do with that it's a you can make essentially x-wing game you know you the... could you could make an ace combat game out of Star Fox. And that's oh, yeah. what they should do. Um, yep. The the on railsness of it worked fine in the N sixty four era. I don't know if you get away with that today. The other thing Nintendo announced was that there are no plans for virtual console with that name. That's that was the trick. There's no plans for that branding. Right. Uh, and I think that was really their way of of distancing themselves from that old from 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 that idea. So that it, yeah. it frees them up to just put out whatever games they feel like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, speaking of that, there the NES Classic will be coming back June 29th. So yeah. if you didn't pick one up, I'm sure there'll be enough to go around. Hopefully this time, because SNES Classic, I've seen at the store a few different times. So yeah, and they're um, they're both expected to be stocked through the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. So pick that up. Um, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, Sony E3 2018 showcase to be June 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, deep dive promised into Death Stranding, Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, and The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, and I think that that it's basically like, hey, we're gonna have four sections of the show. You know, yes. one is gonna be here's some announcements, and then here's a bunch of stuff about Death Stranding. And here's some other little announcements. And here's a bunch of stuff about Spider-Man. And, you know, the, the same kind of thing. And here's the indie segment. And here's Ghost of Tsushima. And here's, like, kind of our cleanup. And now here's The Last of Us Part Two. Like, right. And I'm sure there'll be some surprises in between. I the, hope so. the, Like they always do. But the the uh, why doesn't Sony just do a direct? Just like Nintendo. Because That's basically the, the last three years was just, okay, here's, here's we're going to play press play on this thing and just play trailers. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I like that. I enjoy that. I, That's I, great. I, I do too, but man, I miss, like, E3. I, E3 is kind of dying, though, because the, because companies are doing these different things. It, it's And it started... It actually started with Microsoft back in the day because they would do like an an outside of E3 thing, and yeah, then I mean, and then it got so big that they got brought in, and then you know everybody was under one roof for a handful of years, and then Nintendo was the one recently. You know they decided ah we're just gonna do a direct, and then a treehouse, and and it worked, and it would and it did really yeah. well, and I, I guess I like that. I you know I I like the atmosphere of the stage. But that's why, you know, Sony's done their showcase. And that's... There's some moments, though, where I'm like, I don't want to hear how many units you've sold of the Vita, which, by the way, R.I.P. Right, yeah. But... They stopped production of physical Vita games this week. Yeah, bummer, yep. I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, but but... Vita's an awesome system, especially if you love PlayStation games and you want a portable PlayStation system... I mean, you have tons of PS1 games, PS2 games, PS3 games on that thing. You can download digitally. Um, you can play all the Final Fantasies on it. Like, you, if you want a cool little JRP machine that has an OLED screen, pff, it's great. Um, 
and it sucks. I don't know. I I, I, I wish the the 3DS or now the Switch had competition in that with the mobile market. But what can you do? Nintendo um, they, they, Nintendo has never had serious handheld competition. Sony, I felt like they could have done it, but they really screwed the pooch, especially with like, oh, if you want to buy our thirty six our thirty six gigabyte card, you're gonna have to pay eighty dollars for that. Yeah, yeah. Sony, the fuck the, out of here. The PSP and then the PS Vita really could have been something special, but they just completely botched it. They couldn't get it. They just kept getting, kept tripping themselves up. Yeah. Oh man, it was just, uh, it's just sad. Yeah. Well, and um, I mean, and and E three, you know, the reason they talk about sales and everything, E three is a giant shareholders meeting. Right. It's it's not so much for the fans. It's more it's more now than it used to be. Old right. old E threes were very tech demo and spec heavy. Uh, yeah. And and then you know you'd have like one big thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, and going back, I don't know, maybe to, when was when was Modern Warfare 2? Because that was the first E3 I remember where they were like, no, no, we're going to have like big announcements, like fan announcements. Right. It was like I'm Modern sure. Warfare 2 was the first one that I can remember like that. Um, because yeah. that was when they really started to be televised. I mean, you know? the, the last two or three years, Sony has, to me, nailed it with their like just – Here's all. Remember when they did Final Fantasy VII the remake? It was that year where just all these, which we're not going to see until what, 2023? They said. Well, and he, well, but I mean, here's the thing. You know, Square Enix is holding their own like version of a Nintendo Direct, right? That same day. Oh yeah. So I no, think I'm... we, I, you know, we're gonna see. That's where we're gonna see some Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy seven mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and right. maybe some of that pops up at, at the Sony conference, maybe like a little piece of it. Um, I'm excited to hear um, what Bethesda does. We know they got Rage 2. We saw the trailer for that. Yeah, that was just, um, that just looked insane. Yes. I'm always interested to see if they're going to do Elder Scrolls, which I'm sure they won't. They'll probably want to focus all on Rage 2. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we'll get a title card or something like. By the way, we're working on it, and it's called Elder Scrolls. Blah blah blah. Man, I've been t- I, I I started playing that with my little brother. Um, the Elder Scrolls Online. I got the thirty dollar whatever you call it. The the um Tamri- the new one coming out. Tamriel Unlimited. Is that what you're talking about? No 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 no. Oh, no. That's the game, but there is Simran or something coming out, like next month oh yeah 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 okay the whatever the expansion expansion. yeah yeah and if you get that for thirty dollars you get the everything else so yeah you get morrowind with it i mean that's what i mean i'm sorry you get morrowind with it and i already have the other game so i've been playing that with him and he already has an entire group of friends that nice. they play like every night. And he doesn't, of course, because he's super busy and he's got adult things he's got to do. But he's in there maybe on Fridays and maybe on like a Tuesday night. But all of the people he's met, they have their own little community that they are on every single night. And I'm like in the group chat. and like, This is awesome. Like a whole little cool little community that I can play with him with. So um, the... I've been diving into Elder Scrolls. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the one of the managers actually at work was talking about like he got into ESO Yeah. not not that long ago and like and like he plays some of it like every night. He's like I he's Shoot. been he's been it's like it he's gotten kind of bit by the Elder Scrolls bug. He's yeah. even gone back and he's like and he started over in Skyrim and everything too. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, there is so what the, what they've done with that game is they made it where you can go anywhere. 
and it levels up with you and you're allowed to go everywhere. So there's no like you're yeah, Yeah. they're like you're 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 this race, you can't go to this side. You're on this faction, you can't go to that side. You're level ten, you can't go to level seven area. Now it levels with you. Nice. That's cool. That's right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So everyone can kind of play together as well. So um, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, man. We were doing we went and did all the world bosses um, and we were like going through raids and stuff like that. I was like, this is what this is awesome. So now when I want to play like an MMO kind of game and I can hop in with my brother and play it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see if they announce if they give a tease or something like that. But Bethesda always does a good job of like, here's a few cool things coming up. Um so yeah, I'm excited. And Rage Two looks beautiful. I yeah, mean, and I, 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 I think that was supposed to be their big thing this year, right? And I don't know if that the gameplay. I hope it looks like that when it comes out. I have my doubts. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I'm sure they were playing that on the the biggest best PC they they own. Yeah, but um, we'll see. It looks crazy. It looks smooth as butter in the trailer for the gameplay. Um. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I'm the, dude, the one thing I'm excited about this year, the one game I'm looking forward to the most now that God of War has come out is Spider-Man. Is Spider-Man. Yes. Yes. That, you know, what's it in September, right? Yeah. September 9th. I That's think? the one. The other game I'm looking forward to hearing about at E3 is Warner Brothers. I want to see if they're making a Superman game. They're, they're make they're making a Superman game. Um, that's the other big announcement I'm, I'm looking forward to during E3. So E3 is in like two weeks. A uh, month, three weeks, a month. Okay, so I'm excited for three, that. Three weeks, a month, something like that. Yeah, I think three, three, something. Like, yeah. Whatever. My buddy's just got uh, the um, BlizzCon tickets last week. Nice. That's in what August? That's in August. Yeah, yeah. and two hundred dollars for a ticket. Get out of town. Yeah. But that's awesome though. They're huge Blizzard marks. They, you know, and they live in Anaheim, so they're. Oh, and you know, they, yeah, go. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely, and they get to hang out with all their friends and all the cosplayers, and to be in that environment. And, you know, I'm totally jealous of them. I, I'm curious to see at at E3. I think one of the things we see at Sony's conference is we get a Shenmue three update because because <laughs> yeah. we have to. Like have they to. they did a whole big thing about that two years ago, and really not much of anything since. Right. So there's got to be a Shenmue three update, and and of course Microsoft is going to announce Halo six. Yes, like that's a, that's a given. Um, it'll be it'll come out next year, but there's it's it's going to yeah. be announced this year. It has to be. There's there's no way they don't. There's nothing else. They don't have anything else. Not at the moment. Not really. No. Nothing. So I want Microsoft to succeed. I want them to make a lot of good games. I want them to really push forward and they got to do something. They we all know Halo's coming, but they need to get like two or three other big ones out there soon because. It's when you got when you got when you got Nintendo busting out Pokemon and you got PlayStation doing Spider Man and God of War in the same year. You gotta you gotta do something. Um, yeah, Microsoft's kind of been dragging in the software department. Like they were so, they were so focused on the X. Yeah, and and I think <clears throat> that that and I think that part of the development cycle for that hindered some developers. I, I do yeah. think there was there was a problem because we know that some developers were having issues with the PS Pro, right? Exactly. So, I I think that that was as ambitious and and I mean it paid off for Xbox because the X by all accounts is everything that it was hyped to be, right? If you're somebody who also has a 4K TV and and everything else that you need to go with it, 
Um, but right. you know, it's it's worth if that's your thing. You know, then then you're gonna get what you pay for. But I wonder what cost there was Which, to developers for that. Right. I th- we've talked about this. I think this is super. It's a super niche thing. I think if you care about power, you own a PC. And if you don't, then you own a PlayStation because that's where everyone's at. And it, I just think it's too little, too late. I think they really screwed themselves over with their with their you know announcement of the Xbox One. And I really think the only thing they have going for them moving forward is to announce a new system. I I think to do it right. I I think that that. Well, because, I mean, you know, Microsoft came out at their conference and they kind of stumbled over the announcements that they made because they knew how unpopular they were going to be. And then, of course, Sony came out later that night and just just laid them on the canvas. Yeah. Like just absolutely destroyed them. And then when it came time to to do the the upgraded versions, you know, Xbox Mm -hmm. was all about, you know, it's the most powerful. It's gorgeous. Look at this. And it was better than the PS4 Pro. And it is. But out of the blue here comes the switch which was the juggernaut that cleaned both of them out and microsoft just can't get out of the blocks what microsoft needs to do they've got the they've got the x just just stop with that you know just just Mm. make games and work with people to make games if microsoft came out and said hey you know what we've got halo 6 we've got a new gears game we've got you know something you know give me three other things give right. me three three other good solid exclusives that that i don't see coming i think we get a we get we get forza horizon announced right. i think i think they announced forza horizon 4 which okay cool i loved forza horizon 3 i still play forza horizon 3 um but i yeah, don't but that's not a god of war exactly you know what I mean? they that's, need that's I, not last of us yeah but i mean that's their that's their halo is they need is, something like that halo is not even those games halo 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 pushes systems halo is a <sighs> yes it does halo drives people it absolutely <sighs> does um it, but in in 2018 not being Bungie, I don't know if Halo drives a system. It does. It still does. To me, it just seems like a relic of the past. No, no, because it's gotten it. 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 it trust me. It's. It still pushes. I. System. I trust you, but I, the, I just. I don't. I don't know a single person that talks about Halo, I even do. when the new, the last Halo game came out. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. When, people were talking about Overwatch back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, a fair point. The, the, the market's just completely shifted. Why are you going to pay $60 for Halo when you can have a free Fortnite? Like, I just, I, I've seen it just totally change this, to for... where that that kind of, it has to evolve. God of War evolved. It got away from the hack and slash, you know, whatever the hell it was for however many years it was, to it completely changed its tone and setting and gameplay style to fit something better in 2018 that tells an awesome story. Right. And, and that Halo has to do that is I I guess what I'm trying to say. I I don't think so. I don't, don't at all because I don't that kind of game. What other kind of game is that like Halo right now that, that people buy that are talking about there? Well, uh, I'll give you this. I don't know because I don't really have my ear to the ground right now. Yeah, There's not, they don't make it like, the, the, the first-person shooters that are coming out now are way more multiplayer, 
Well, I guess Halo's multiplayer focus. Halo but... is Halo has a lot of solid multiplayer. Yeah, but that it, the last one did not would did not play good at all. I did play that. That, that to me, nothing will beat uh, Reach's multiplayer. Like that to me was the pinnacle of it. I know some people disagree but with me on that, and that's fine. But it's 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 like I don't know how to I don't know what I'm I, saying, me... but it's like Quake was awesome at the time, but it's not anymore. Agreed. Um, and Halo was awesome at the time, but the industry has moved on. Modern War- Warfare 2 was awesome at the time. It's changed now. Yeah. Now they're and, all into Fortnite and Battlegrounds and stuff like that. Well, and I – and there, there's nothing that's stopping the next Halo from having some kind of mode like that. That's true. That's true. So I – you know, that's something that will be interesting, and that won't be announced this year. I this guess year, I just uh, – I'm putting myself in the shoes of someone who doesn't own an Xbox and that would make me want to get one is if you told me it was – if they changed it, if they made it a little bit more like what they did with God of War um, with it. I don't know. I, get, I don't know what I'm saying. And that's – I think – I think it worked with God of War because God of War was very basic. God of War was a simple hack and slash. Right. I, I don't think you can revamp – a first-person shooter like that. I I just, I just don't think you can. Um, and I don't think you should when it comes to Halo. Um, I think you can change plenty. There are plenty of elements about it. You can change and, and Mm -hmm. some that, that, that you should, but the Halo is always going to be Halo. And I, and what you change is the multiplayer in it. What you, that's what you adapt. That's, that's where you add, add things. And they, I I th- my problem isn't really anything with Halo. My problem is that's it. Right, 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 right. That's... Yeah, I was gonna say that that Halo is gonna be their thing that sells. And if it comes out at the end of the year, great. If it comes out next year, it's gonna sell like crazy. But every there's nothing. Exactly. Out. Like, what are they gonna do? Another Gears of War? Yeah, because the last one went over so well. Right. That's uh, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like there's no there's nothing on the docket I... where there are a dozen playstation games i can think of that are coming out no, i completely agree with you i absolutely yeah. agree with, and that's what i that's what i mean like we know you know we know there's going to be a halo that's great what else have you got and and to be fair their their slate of of exclusives has always fallen behind right, you know, right, right. even in the years where it was like oh halo was great and gears of war was great okay PlayStation has always been able to match that with with at least God of War and Uncharted. That's true. Yeah. You know, the original Xbox they had the, always made me jealous. Kotor and they had Obi Wan Kenobi. Like they were able to get deals with studios to get some games. And oh man, yeah, they just I guess they just backed the wrong dogs with studios like Rare and stuff. Well, the problem is that they bought Rare and they made right. they made Rare into the the Connect Sports studio. They did that to Rare. And now the Empty Pirate game studio. Yes, uh, exactly. And now, like, I mean, Sea of Thieves has some great ideas, but the problem is Sea of Thieves has a few great ideas that you're expected to fill an entire game with just those few ideas. Sea of Thieves, sea of Thieves was something that looks fun and looks great, and it is in, in, in those small limitations. There's not a lot to do in Sea of Thieves. Right. And, and but you know what's crazy? Not a lot to do right now in Destiny either. Well, you know, that's you know eh. That's a whole nother thing. Like that and that's the man, like when Destiny two failed as bad as it did, what are they gonna do to get people back in when you have 
I, I guess I keep going back to Fortnite when you have something that just gigantic. Uh, and should I say epic? No, I'm just kidding. Um, in the space, how do you compete with that? You, I, you know, you have to come up with something new. Um, and here's yeah. the thing: you have to either come up with something that does that better, or you have to swing the other way. That's why, you know, th- that's why God of War worked because God of War had nothing to do with anything like that. Well, you, no, 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 I mean first-person shooter. Right. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, des- yeah. so what you do. Is is you craft a man, is you craft a magnificent single player? That's true. That's no, what you, perfectly true. That's what you have to do. That's that's how you compete with that. Or you create something that's different. Maybe you don't try to take a swing at the same thing and because oh well all they did was copy Fortnite. You stick with it. Like Call of Duty is and not going to have a Fortnite mode. Like there's there, there, there's a lack of RPGs right now. I think on consoles. Fair. Like, yeah. there's some good ones that come out, like Nino Kuni for PlayStation and whatnot, but I can't think of a... I did not like Final Fantasy that came out for this generation. I don't oh, know, just I... this generation to me just seems like it's it's really lacking in, on that side of things, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, that's fair. That, that's fair. Because that's true. Like, you had Final Fantasy XV, and then what? What was another big Persona, RPG? That... Okay, what else you got? Right. That's what I'm. Yeah. Just nothing. Like there's... there's there's no and they don't come out of nowhere. Lost Odyssey was an Xbox exclusive for for the 360. Right. It was a Square Enix RPG that nobody ever talks about. But well, Fable. It was a... Fable was a guy thought Fable was great. They yeah, don't but they do anything cl- like that anymore because they closed that studio. Well, right, right, right. They turned Fable into a, you know, hey, how do we make this into a, uh, what was it? Where <laughs> it was like a lane thing or whatever. Like they just butchered that. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But I mean, even so, like the problem is that so many studios are just saying we're going to put it on everything, which means that yeah. all of your exclusives have to come from in-house. Sony right. has in-house studios like crazy santa monica studios is amazing naughty dog is amazing like they Mm -hmm. sony has their first party down what does microsoft that microsoft has rare and they have Mm -hmm. microsoft studios and and they've got and they've got what 343 right but i mean you know 343 is always going to be halo okay great what else you got well we've got rare what did they do they can do cartoony stuff with pinatas like i mean that's you know that's on them that is that is on them to to create better exclusives it is it is completely incumbent on microsoft to develop better and i don't and i don't know what the problem is i don't know how to say i don't you can't point to anything in particular and say oh this needs to change or that needs to change at a level more specific than they have to have better first party exclusives after and it's and that's that's all on no, them. You're right. That's all under their it's their own house they have to get in order. Yeah. And until... well, I hope they do cuz I the last thing we need is for them to fail and be like, "Well, hmm, we're just going to put out a PC next year." Yeah. No, X cuz I mean cuz the Xbox still sells. It doesn't sell as big as the 360 did and it hasn't right. outsold this generation. I but, guess that's what I'm that that's the beginning of this conversation. That's why I jumped to like I really think you're going to get people to to jump on board with Xbox 
whenever we do the major change next time because that's when that's when people are going to be listening that's what happened with playstation you know people jumped on playstation because of the disaster that xbox was doing where they were honestly just way ahead of their time where they were like or it's going to always be online and it's going to do this and then but then they they screwed up and were like let's spend 30 minutes talking about the price is right they just didn't understand what people wanted right um and sony took advantage of that and just fucking ran with it and yeah, they did. that i guess that's what i'm saying is that I, I really don't see a difference happening unless like you said they completely add they had way more first party games and they focus on that um and i just don't see people paying attention until they actually well, all right here's the next thing no because biggest... everything else they're doing great the backwards compatibility the 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 where you pay a single you pay a single price a month and you get all the first party games and then they have a, a rotating cast of games um every month they're all they're way ahead of sony with all of that stuff absolutely uh, and 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 it's a shame that they're failing with the first party because that's honestly the only thing they're missing. I mean, you know, what's <laughs> what do they have coming out? Crackdown and State of Decay, which are not, they're not the big hitters. No, they're, they're not. not. And and I'll tell you when I thought Microsoft was going to start to lose ground, and it wasn't even the uh, it, it it wasn't the the console announcement debacle. It was when Activision decided that instead of Xbox players getting all these exclusives or early access things, it's going to be Sony. Yeah. That When that deal switched, that was when I knew Microsoft was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could see, you know, when Destiny came out, Destiny bundled with the PS4. It was a PS4 exclusive, if I remember right. Yep. And, I mean, that was a huge deal. The former Halo developers putting out a new game that's a freaking sony playstation exclusive that was a massive blow to xbox you know and i and you know say what you will that hurts that hurts Mm -hmm. and you know everything that destiny was and wasn't and everything but they fixed it everything that destiny 2 could have been that they didn't really live up to you know i mean i they microsoft needs exclusives because they don't have them. The ones that they have are not the level of The Last of Us Part Two or a new Spider-Man game. A new Spider-Man game that looks yeah. amazing. I mean, for God's sake, man. They just don't have it, and they need yeah. it. And I think they'll get it if they keep working at it, because mm-hmm. these things do ebb and flow. We've seen the tides shift before. This oh, yeah, and Sony's not, you know, they're, they're screwing up with a lot of things, too. So, yeah, it's it, there, there's room to 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 advance, I think. But they have to want it. They have to go out and get it. And whatever they're doing is not working. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is that they're doing right now, they need to change tack because it's just not working. Absolutely. And I, I really hope their biggest push is not Anthem. Because not only is Anthem a third-party oh title that's going to be on both systems, it's EA, which is bailing on Battlefront 2, and it's just going it, to... It, Anthem is not going... Anthem may have a decent single player, and everything else is going to suck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it right now, and that's not even a stretch. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Not. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not excited about Anthem. No, not either. Because it really yeah. does look like EA just looked at Destiny and said, we can do that better, and I don't think they're right. Yeah. 
yeah, I just I want nothing to do with those kind of games anymore right now at the moment. I maybe I will when that comes out. Maybe I'll get back into it. I like having a game where I can jump in and talk to my friends and just have it be like a a chat room shooter. Um, but you couldn't pay me to go back to Destiny right now. No, no, I wouldn't either. No. But I think that's it. I think we got to wrap up this episode. Still got a little yeah. things to talk about. We'll, t- you know, we might talk about some backlash next week. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to be seeing Deadpool this weekend. I don't know if you are. I, I, I I'm going to try. Uh, I make yeah, no yeah, promises. No sweat if you don't. We can so. wait a week or whatever. Uh, maybe we do a big episode. We talk about Deadpool and Star Wars. Be interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, in a few weeks. Um, but um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you come uh, to our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast, our Twitter at We Geek Podcast at the Logan Wit at Adam Estep. Make sure you come to our YouTube channel, We Geek Podcast. Send us an email, We Geek Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Um, and until next week, Captain. Captain. Captain.